0: about you but i'm feeling 21 yeah. baby it's Aww. the first show it's the first show of 2021 <laughs> you're listening to the shoot brothers
1: Woo. i was ready to go into the course and everything
0: <laughs> this is the shoot brothers wrestling podcast of course this is the only wrestling podcast that's online it's hosted by myself cameron osborne it's also hosted by mike the shoot shepherd Twenty two, and I know, um, Mike. That's come twenty twenty two. That first show, (laughs) I, I, you've already got the intro covered. I know it. it. I'll I'll
1: have to remember.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I will have to remember. I don't know about you. I'm feeling it's twenty twenty one. And then
1: you know what happens the next year?
0: Twenty three. Oh, nobody likes you when you're you're (laughs) twenty three. Um, Uh, shit. We should have been doing this the whole time when it came to uh, songs with numbers in them. Yeah. uh we should have been doing this the whole time but we didn't and uh okay. we're back we're back after uh the
1: shooties <sighs> what a show that
0: was what the uh, the big the biggest show of the year of course and uh it's a lot of fun yeah
1: the shooties are always the shooties are always fun everyone's i've noticed a lot of other shows been ripping us off with their own awards and stuff <laughs> oh really yeah. Have you
0: heard about have you heard about these things, the <laughs> slammies? That feels like a direct ripoff.
1: <laughs> the slammies, yeah. I mean that was very close. And even some categories and winners were the same and Jesus,
0: Jesus Christ. And but- then
1: Sammy Zayn double ripped us off.
0: <laughs> the Sammys.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, that's son of a bitch. But we hope that uh, we hope that you had a great time listening to the shooties because, of course, it's always a lot of fun. And um,
1: the tolls are officially open oh, for... A- again. Yeah, the, the, the polls. The, I mean, the, the,
0: the tolls and <laughs> the, the toll
1: booths. I don't know. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> the tolls and the polls are open for what will be the shooties 2021, uh, which pro which I'm sure will be just fucking as great as 2020 was wrestling point <laughs> Man, of view there's
1: already uh, I just saw a good meme this morning as I got up you know we all had a rough 2020 and there's like the picture on the left it's like 2020 we're finally over and then like 2021 six days in the shit that happened yesterday yeah <laughs> just a picture of that but we're gonna
0: make it yeah we're here. the professional wrestling world has uh, you know it has nothing to do with the current social
1: climate uh, although one of them is a uh, current Hall of Famer, the president. So oh,
0: yeah. Oh, no, I, I forgot but, about that. Uh, I forgot. that who
1: knows? Who knows? That's uh, anyways, yeah, enough of that. Imagine if, imagine
0: if that was something that like he flouted, like he was like very proud about it. And he was <laughs> like, like, when he's
1: on TV on the bottom of the bar, it says President of the United States, WWE Hall of Fame
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that'd be funny. Yeah, I don't know. Somehow they snuck that one in. Linda McMahon yeah. snuck that one in there somehow. Uh... He doesn't wear I've
1: never seen him wear his ring, they give you a ring, so.
0: Oh, yeah? What, what does big it look chunk. like?
1: It's just like gold and black with the big W logo in the middle.
0: Oh, so kind of- And it, then there's
1: like engraving like diamonds when you look up close.
0: So it kind of looks like a mini WWE championship that wraps yeah, around your finger. it's basically a sports
1: championship ring. <laughs> that wraps team. around your finger. Yeah.
0: Uh yeah, who knows who knows. We'll see if he we'll see if, he's, we'll see if he we'll see if he will see if he stays in the, the Hall of Fame. But yeah, like we were saying, the <laughs> professional wrestling season has already begun. And uh we have a little bit to catch up on before we kind of hit our normal week. So let's kind of take a rewind uh to uh a week ago's uh, whatever it's called. Uh Wednesday Night Wars. Who won it? who knows um but we had some stuff going on first let's get into of course uh it was AEW of course it was the uh Brody Lee uh, tribute show the Dark Order show
1: yeah the biggest or sorry like the, the yeah one of the big most emotional wrestling shows you'll ever see
0: you'll ever life. see in your life
1: yeah so of course the beginning they have the whole roster out there they do the nice 10 bell salute but i think they accidentally did 11 so uh, one guy started chanting in the crowd early. I
0: don't
1: know. Oh yeah? <laughs> didn't matter. The whole gesture was nice, you know. The two sons, uh Brody Jr. had his mask on, and the other kid, I think his name's Noah or Nolan. I didn't get it. Nolan, I saw. Nolan? Okay. We want to be correct. Uh, so they're both there. The wife was there, everyone's crying. Miro is breaking down. Everyone every time you look at a restaurant crying, it just makes you want to cry because it's so sad.
0: Yeah. It's like but, what, it's like well, it's like watching an athlete cry. And you're like, ah yeah. oh, God, I feel it too.
1: Yeah. So then throughout the night, they're doing like the, the sit down interviews with Moxley and Darby and all that. But uh, we get all a bunch of nice matches featuring Dark Order in some manner or the other. Like Young Bucks team with Colt Cabana. They beat Matt Hardy in the private party. Uh, and, you know, Colt, Chris Jericho on commentary. He did a great job as always. Like yeah. Cabana, you could see him crying when he comes out. And Jericho's like, you're going to see a lot of red rim dies tonight, but it's OK to cry. Damn it. So even the heels like, you know, got to let you have this moment. Yeah, so that was a nice opening match. Everyone's got their Brody armbands on, and, uh, and then we got Grayson, Evil Uno, and Lance Archer, who looked amazing. He came out with his Luke Harper tribute: the jeans, the dirty wife beater. The he, not, he not
0: only looked like you know the Luke Harper getup; he looks way buffered I than... like this
1: look. He I like this
0: look. he looked way better, I think. Uh yeah, he looked this cool, look. he looked
1: badass and look, even the way he was walking, presenting himself. Yeah, but I was better. gonna say
0: like a little leaner. Like it looks like he's his his shape has adjusted a little bit.
1: Just
0: hmm. the, the, the So nothing know,
1: his, to do with the clothes. His you think figure, the clothes just make that
0: yeah, I think the figures added or sorry, the clothes <laughs> added to you know, his uh, his little trimmed down a little bit.
1: Yeah. Um Yeah, so this was a great match. Uh of course the Dark Order wins again. Uh, you'll probably see it a lot tonight. <laughs> We're getting. I think Jer- co- Yeah, yeah, he, I think that's Jer- what he said. <laughs> I also think Jericho was a little drunk on commentary because he was getting, he was reacting to everything, just like oh! oh <laughs> time he, he did it this
0: week it. too in that Hager uh, Wardlow match. Well, that's because they're
1: both his boys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, He was really going off. But like, I think Jake the Snake had a lariat at one point. Yeah. He got in the ring, and then Jericho was like. <laughs> It was like it was the biggest thing he ever saw.
0: Well, and it was. it, it was. <laughs> yeah. Do you th- Are we going to ever get that Jake the Snake
1: DDT now that we've gotten a Lariat bump? Yeah, I
0: think uh,
1: in the right circumstances, you could get it. Yeah. Okay. With like a hidden crash pad. He okay. just falls on. Okay. Okay. <laughs> like a high jump mat. Yeah. Something you know? like that. Uh yeah. More tributes. Bryce Remberg. I'll give him a pass this week. He got emotional. He was very close to Brody. But nice any thing. other week, Bryce, you know what you did. <laughs> you know what you've done. Yeah. Uh Hangman Page teamed up with Silver and Reynolds. They've already kind of been in cahoots mm-hmm. and they took on MJF, Santana, and Ortiz. And MJF, biggest heel in the business, does not take this night off. He was you know, we had Brody Jr. negative one in the crowd at ringside, and MJF was just getting in his face, yelling at him, giving him the middle finger. He even rips off his mask at one point. Uh, but that's when the kid fights back and he slaps him in the head with a kendo stick. Great bump. Great. Dev- Even the
0: devastating cr- shot to the, oh, yeah. Uh, he gave, he to hit the forehead.
1: Yeah. The crowd that was there, you could hear the big pop for... Yeah. Huge that was just a great pop. Moment.
0: Huge pop.
1: Yeah. He was just kind of hanging out in the crowd all night with... uh, Who was it? Number five? One of the other guys. Number 10. Players. That was number 10. Okay. Yeah. I get them mixed up sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, then another huge moment of the match... Um. Uh, yeah who is so sorry am I getting ahead of myself
0: I think you are but keep going
1: <laughs> okay yeah now, so, uh, so you're
0: thinking the main event match is where the big uh, dr- the big uh, return slash premiere occurred is that what you're thinking of
1: Um. no well it was this match here when uh, okay yeah, yeah I remember now so MJF yeah he distracts the referee Wardlow gets in the ring He's ready to interfere. Then, who's this? It's Eric Rowan. Eric Redbeard. Eric Rowan. Redbeard. (laughs) (laughs) They just went back and forth. It was funny. But it's Eric Rowan. He's here. That was a huge, nice surprise. Uh, Jericho says, he doesn't even work here. And then he was just fighting with Ward Lowen. A huge ovation for him. That was a nice surprise. Uh, I think he comes back later holding up a sign. He's crying and a nice little message. Like, goodbye. I forget exactly what it said, but. That was an awesome moment, Eric Rowan, Eric Redbeard, Big Red, <laughs> Big, red, <laughs> big, red, big red, Big Red, Big <laughs> Red. They couldn't agree on them what to call him. I'm sure Eric Rowan is owned by WWE, but
0: that's okay. yeah, I bet. Yeah, that's why he kept saying he. He, uh, he also slipped a Bludgeon Brothers in there too. I don't know if he caught that one. Yeah. Uh,
1: <laughs> Goodbye for now, my brothers. See you down the road. That's what it said. Mm. He held up the sign. Everyone hugged and cried at the end. Right. Silver. As soon as he got the pinfall, he just broke down.
0: Everywhere. Well, he's got the Brody Lee, the, the yeah, I literal Brody that. Lee attire.
1: Yeah, he had his whole exalted one. And it was, I think he said after he retired that gear as well. He's gonna get it framed and remember that always. But <laughs> well, apparently,
0: match. yeah, uh, he apparently Brody Lee gave that gear to John Silver.
1: Yeah, I yeah. think at some point like they made were it for him it. or
0: something. Yeah, but then he yeah. never did, and there you go.
1: Oh, yeah, but that was a real fun match mm-hmm. with the uh, Rowan and the kid, negative one. Uh, yeah, that was a lot of fun. Yeah, that was a good and one. And then uh, we also had a woman's match in there, the Dark Order. It's, Ty, it's Ty, Tay Conti. Is she officially in the Dark Order now? No, but she's
0: she, she's so close that it, as soon if, much, if they ever right? were to announce, I yeah. wouldn't be surprised at all. You're like, oh, okay, yeah, Now it's just a, now it's just official.
1: Yeah. Well, she's with number 99, Anna Jay, taking on Britt Baker and Penelope Ford, which I gotta say, that's quite a combo. Baker and Ford, that's like my two favorite Mm -hmm. women in AEW. But anyways, this was just a fun little match where they got to drop the references, uh, because 99, Wayne Gretzky, Brody's a huge hockey fan, Mm -hmm. and you know what his favorite team is, right?
0: Uh, The Toronto Maple Leafs?
1: The greatest team in all of sports the <laughs> Toronto Maple Leafs, yes. Which is funny, because he's from Rochester, New York. You he's think, you, been... would, you
0: would think, yeah, but I don't know. But
1: uh, no, every, there's tons of pictures that you see throughout the show, and lots of them he's got a little Toronto Maple Leafs logo, so I'm proud of him. <laughs> good boy, good man, always was. But uh, yeah, fun little women's match. Of course, the Dark Order gets the win. Uh, yeah, so everyone celebrates another nice match.
0: Everyone after, and then uh, Thunder Rosa attacked uh, Britt Baker at the end of this one. Uh, after, yeah, because she a was bitching to Tony.
1: Ring. Conspiracy, conspiracy. <laughs> She's all uh, over uh, Dark, by the way.
0: <laughs> Thunder Baker? Rosa is making her, oh, uh, yeah, yeah, making her big. Uh, you know, you know how we keep seeing uh, someone's records pop up, and it's like they're fourteen and
1: zero. Yeah, like wow. Yeah, holy shit. <laughs> 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 uh Yeah, I mean, it's weird. She's. I, does she still work for NWA <laughs> she just hangs around here. Yeah,
0: I see her because they have a little show of their They have a show of their own now. That's on uh, YouTube and she's is it always power is it something it's called something else, but very but still one word two syllables
1: and like electric.
0: Yeah <laughs> NWA electric and <laughs> Yeah, she's always on uh, the promo photos
1: is uh, Serena Deeb ever on there? Yeah, she's, she's, on, she's
0: on there, too. I usually, okay. I'm on, I'll am on. i be honest, I just, I just skim until I see someone I recognize. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> okay, I'm going to watch that. this. Uh, you already watch enough wrestling? Exactly, right. Or, or, or well, I mean, and, and then you always got to stop on Mike and Maria Canellis, of course. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wrestling Dynasty family, as far as I'm concerned.
1: Or are they Mike and Maria Bennett?
0: Yeah, Bennett. Sorry, that's what I meant. Yeah, mm-hmm. but you'll always be Canellis to me. No, I get it. <laughs> Redbeard, Rowan. Rowan, Redbeard.
1: <laughs> his brother, big is, Red. his,
0: his, his <laughs> big rat. His union uh, in the Bloodshot Brothers.
1: <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, but then we get to the main event the Brody Lee Jr. Dream Match, which is called so because he got to book it, pick any team he wanted. He picked his three favorite wrestlers in AEW Cody Rhodes, Orange Cassidy, and number 10, uh, taking on Team Taz, your least favorite group.
0: Oh, in my least favorite group, professional wrestling. You know what I want to see? I want to see Team Taz and the Hurt Business go at it. That would be the ultimate uh, fu to me.
1: The uh, Hurt Business. I thought you liked. You mean Retribution?
0: No, I'm still talking Hurt Business. No, remember no, because I I, I, I like, thought they
1: were your faction of the year.
0: Yeah, no, but no, I I, I like Team Taz, but I fucking hate them. It's that it's oh, that it's that thing. Okay. Like I hate, te- I hate I hate I hate. I thought Taz. I
1: thought you didn't like them on your TV. I thought you were sick of them and didn't like them.
0: Yeah, because because I'm so sick of them you get it Mike you understand what it's like to be torn <laughs> I mean I get it yeah these, but I, thought your hate, I thought your
1: hate was like beyond no 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 no' heel hate like. no
0: no 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 certainly not it's uh I''m it's I'm, it, it's work hate
1: well yeah. uh, um, you wanted to hate them in this match anyway says uh dark order the nice baby faces get another win clean sweep I think at one point taz and Arn were having a little standoff with the chairs
0: Yeah, they they, they looked at each other until, uh, and I think it was number 10, Preston Vance.
1: Preston Vance hits a big spine buster and covers Starks for the three counts. So clean sweep on the night for Dark Order, as they should. Uh, probably the biggest victory of Ten's career. Main eventing a show here.
0: Main main eventing a pay-per-view, uh presumably super close with the Brody Lee family. Uh and I did see a fun little bit that uh Brody Lee Jr. went as Orange Cassidy for Halloween. Uh yeah, last I mean, year. So Yeah,
1: fun. he's one of his favorites apparently, and I think during Cassidy's entrance he went over and gave him a nice loose fist bump.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. A quick little yeah. Yeah, that's cool. uh,
1: but then at the end, though, Team Taz, uh, they attack the celebration, including Hook, Taz's son, who I guess works for them now. Yeah, he's doing he he's
0: been on TV, I guess, a couple of weeks now, it feels like.
1: Yeah, he's hitting moves. He's doing bumps. So, hey. hey. Uh, and then they, So they're beating everyone down until the lights shut out. And then Darby Allen comes out and the lights shut out again. And Sting comes out by his side and it's snowing. And they come down to the ring and yeah, help them out. Stand tall. And yeah, the baby faces look good. Darby had Brody Lee written all over his face.
0: Darby Lee is looking awful good.
1: (laughs) But that was the last match, and then I think they cut, and then they just kind of come back for one final tribute where Cody's in the ring, and just kind of shares all his thoughts, and then they bring out uh, Brody Jr. and uh, his mom, they're carrying Brody's wrestling boots, Uh, Tony Khan's in there, Ten's in there, and then they they do the final later rest when they put his boots in the middle of the ring, and Cody puts one of his bandanas on top of it. Uh, Tony Khan just gets on the mic and says, Brody Jr., you and your family, these boots are retired. Your father, the greatest TNT champion of all time. uh, And to you and your family, the TNT champion for life, as he hands the belt over to Brody Jr. Brody's wife breaks down, tends there just consoling her. Uh, Yeah, the title is his. That official belt, that design, the red and gold, is retired. So Darby Allin's going to have to get a new belt which we'll see this next week, but a nice moment. The crowd's just chanting Brody. Everyone's crying, and they wrap up the show with one final tribute for the memory of the life uh, with Tom Waits playing over top. And There was lots of pictures, even with WWE there, with him holding <laughs> their tag belts and lots of wrestlers, Big E, Wyatt. Well, I guess you can't
0: te- like comp- – can, I mean, I guess if it's not a copyrighted photo – it's just I a, think WWE wouldn't
1: have cared. Just I a would, photo, would
0: yeah, and it would be super greasy to. Yeah. Uh, but the, but there was one there. It was cropped and it was. Uh, it, it was like Roman Reigns, uh, Brody Lee, Chris Jericho, and I was like, oh, like Kevin Owens. I'm like, oh shit, this is yeah. like a big photo. And there was one with Becky Lynch. I'm like, holy shit. I think
1: they were all they were all wearing the yeah 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 shirt. And
0: yeah, it was, but it was just you know I guess you know it's just fucking a photo from somebody's phone, right? A photo from Becky yeah. Becky's phone or. Or Roman Reigns' phone or something like that, which was... Uh...
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. But it was quite the episode. It'll forever be one of the saddest, but also most touching. Just a great tribute. Uh, and I think after they went off the air, they did even more stuff. Just more Tony Khan and Brody Jr. just hugging in the middle of the ring. And... But, yeah. Great yeah. episode.
0: Never, uh, uh, can
1: you never... Pic- th- can you pick... For pi- the wrong reasons. Can
0: but... you picture uh, Vince um in the ru- in the ring getting on a mic and consoling a young child i just i can't picture that um has it I mean, happened I think... has vince ever done something like that i mean there have been many professional wrestlers who have passed away maybe not with young young children but
1: yeah i think he would but i think in this time it would probably be stephanie and triple h
0: yeah, that's a good point. Like Vince and they definitely a little, would, and of course, yeah. Well, because <laughs> Triple H, Triple H is dad, and Stephanie, uh, Stephanie yeah. Steph, Steph McMahon, st- our stepmom. I, like, she's not yeah. our mom; <laughs> she's no. our stepmom.
1: Yeah, but uh, yeah, that was a great tribute. Um, I think the day or two after WWE released theirs stuff, they recorded just a bunch of mm-hmm. sit-down interviews, people talking, people breaking, crying, and just nice stuff for. Uh, Yeah, but there'll be more little stuff as the years go by. There'll always be tributes to him.
0: Of course, yeah. One hell of a show. Uh, The way a tribute show should be, and it went, and uh, that was it. Yeah, it was perfect. Oh, we got to say. But there was another show. Oh, my God. Imagine having to compete with that. Imagine having to compete with that in the professional wrestling world. I feel like NXT should have just like played the week prior's episode, and they're like, ah, they, "Like we're gonna take the L on this one, no matter what." <laughs> but we do have to build somewhere because we have New Year's Evil uh, coming up.
1: Yeah, uh, we'll just skim over the important stuff. We're skimming through. Yeah, uh, apparently this was their year-end awards as well. See what I mean? Uh, everyone's ripping us off.
0: Everyone's ripping us off.
1: They gave out like a little ring bell, though. I guess that's a little bit. <laughs> uh, but this was a direct ripoff category and winner that they gave a breakout star of the year to Shotzi Blackheart, just like I did. So Regal's peeking at my answers.
0: No, oh, uh, he must be. He must be. I Because, you know, William Regal has final say in who wins <laughs> the NXT awards.
1: Yeah. And then the tag team of the year for the third year in a row, Undisputed Era, got it.
0: Wow. Jesus Christ. Yeah. No, who, no one else deserves it.
1: Yeah. Um, and then we got the conclusion, I believe, to our foreign film where uh, Boa and zaya they're now training with weapons. They got swords and staffs. They kneel down in front of this hooded figure who rises from the chair and rubs this mark on their face. And we get a small glimpse of this like, it was like a monster with these green sharp teeth. You, just kind of blew it, some smoke in their face.
0: Yeah, or it looked like a, like a see-through predator mask
1: yeah it was some sort of
0: or like yeah. a or like a mesh predator mask thing and you can kind of see through yeah. their face looks real looks real probably,
1: cool yeah it's cool it's probably part of like their entrance they wear it and then they take it off i don't know
0: yeah and uh, like Mustafa, i all have these no things. idea who's under there
1: i don't know we're getting teases but they all walk into the light and then a big symbol appears it says next week so new year's evil we'll find out i have no idea yeah um, and then the award for female competitor of the year goes to Io Shirai, which I think we can both agree with. Well-deserved. And then the male competitor of the year was Adam Cole. Baby. Which, uh, I don't know. His was more weighted towards the beginning of the year. Yeah,
0: it, it does sort of seem like it would have been, uh, which is funny.
1: Maybe Keith Lee could have got that. I don't know. I, was but I say, guess he wasn't around to accept it, so like, fuck it.
0: Yeah, that's a good point. Well, I was going to say Kyle O'Reilly. I was going to say it was a two-man well, yeah. race, Adam Cole or Kyle O'Reilly, because we did lose
1: Keith Lee. Yeah. Um and uh yeah, Finn Balor. And had it, a good. Yeah, he was injured, but
0: Yeah, he was injured for I feel like the most of it since the comeback. Champa Gargano haven't really been in that running.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I guess, I don't know. Adam Cole, Keith Lee, Kyle O'Reilly, they all would have. Uh but then other than that, I'm skipping most of the matches cuz they didn't really matter. No. In regards to New Year's Evil, but the award for match of the year went uh Finn Balor versus Kyle O'Reilly for the NXT title. Which is definitely pretty worthy for me, that or Women's War games, both. But still a good choice.
0: Yeah, very very much so. Very much so. Those, uh, all, all of the O'Reilly, Finn Balor things have just been dynamite.
1: Yeah. Uh, the future star of the year went to Austin Theory. Uh, I mean, up until the Gargano star, he didn't do anything, but whatever.
0: Yeah, Austin Theory, who's still not British as much <laughs> as I uh, think he should be.
1: He, uh, yeah, I guess he's just American, right? Just American, I guess. <laughs> just boring old American. Uh, But then the main event, or no, 2020 overall competitor of the year goes to Io Shirai. So good for her. Yeah. And then the main event, the only one we'll talk about, the, it was a title match, of course. Johnny Gargano defending his North American title against Leon Ruff, fi- trying to finally break the curse of never having defended a title. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But, uh, you know, Ruff puts up a good fight, works hard. But the rest of the Gargano, or the Way, are all hanging outside the ring. So, Uh, all that shit. It's too much for him to overcome. And Johnny hits the one final beat, gets the win, retains his title, breaks the curse. Uh, And that's, uh, yeah, that's how they close the show. Loomis comes out, makes a bunch of drawings. And that's the card for New Year's Evil.
0: <laughs> Loomis comes out, makes a bunch of drawings. Well
1: he shows us his drawings. And yeah. Then
0: we get uh and then we get our promo photo for whatever that will be. Yeah, yeah. that's right. He's a talented artist. I, yeah, I know, I mean, hey, if this whole ra- I
1: can't draw that this, well, no way.
0: If this whole wrestling thing doesn't work out, I don't know. Maybe he could just go to the graphics department.
1: What he should he should be like secretly, like all these drawings he's doing, just be getting the Ross the stars to autograph them for him and then just start selling them on the side
0: oh yeah i'm sure the dexter loomis etsy page is through (laughs) the roof
1: yeah just pretend it's like hey man my daughter's you really she really loves you could you sign this thing for her and then boom could you sign three more boom boom uh a dexter loomis
0: drawn johnny gargano signed by johnny gargano that would that would be that's pretty cool that would go for hundreds of dollars on the thousands Hundreds. (laughs) Hundreds, <laughs> hundreds. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. Well,
1: I don't know. It depends how big the piece is, I guess.
0: <laughs> but that was the Wednesday recap because we missed it uh, because we missed it with the New Year's Eve and all those kind of things. So I guess that means this is the beginning of our professional wrestling week. Yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. You know what that means? We're talking mm-hmm. tweet of the week. It's the tweet of the week. It's the tweet of the week. Have, again, yeah, this this award doesn't isn't pertinent to the year, you know. Uh, it comes and goes off competitors depending on you know who is truly more deserving. And I think this week we have to give the tweet of the week to two-time tweet of the week champion MJF, the uh, the shooty winner for, of course, best gimmick, the cons- the, the the consensus <laughs> best yep. gimmick award. Um, who earlier on in the week, uh, when AEW uh, tweeted out that um, you know as part of their you know uh, just kind of tweets, they uh, tweeted out the the clip of not negative one Brody Lee Jr. smacking MJF in the head
2: mm-hmm.
0: uh, with that kendo stick, and uh, MJF quote tweets that and just responds by saying "fuck that kid." <laughs> I love it. He can't stop. He M- he cannot stop being MJF.
1: He uh, There's yeah, no switch. The There's
0: no switch. It's not on. He, he doesn't turn it on. He's always at this this fucking level. And I think I think that's part of the reason why we love him so much on the show.
1: <laughs> well, there was one small moment, but I don't think he even knew he was being filmed uh when I think we yeah, you and I talked about I watched Being the Elite, that speech when Eddie Kingston's giving that speech to the whole locker room after the Brody Lee show. Mm -hmm. One of the guys sitting front and center is MJF, just listening closely. And as soon as Eddie's done, he just starts clapping. But he probably didn't know he was on camera because that was probably the nicest thing I've ever seen MJF do on it. (laughs) Oh, really? I I,
0: I didn't notice MJF in that... uh
1: yeah, he's sitting you can tell it's him by he's got a, a mole on the back of his neck that's large.
0: So right, okay, <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's but yeah, he's
1: sitting there front and center, listening closely, and then he starts clapping.
0: The night the nicest thing MJF has ever done. Wow.
1: <laughs> For now. For now. Uh but yeah. It's MJF. Two time. Tweet of the week champ, right?
0: Two time, congratulations. Uh that's great. Well, you know, let's just get right into the rest of the show because um we're starting twenty twenty one off with a bang! We're talking SmackDown Live. Okay, folks, it's Friday night. It's time for SmackDown Live. It, uh, it used to be on Tuesday, but then uh, I think it was on Friday before. Though, no, no, wait. They used to film it on a Thursday and then release it. It's just SmackDown Live. Wow.
1: What's the theme song? I forget. Um,
0: get on the ba-da-ba. <laughs> Uh, I think I just sung seven different ACDC songs. Yeah.
1: They bleed well together. All in
0: one. Um yeah, I'm sure you could. I'm sure I would love to find the YouTube compilation of just like the same uh, classic ACDC drum beat <laughs> but then just like swapping off the riffs <laughs> for all the songs and making something that works. But we're talking Smackdown Live. We're opening up with ACDC. Uh, no, it's the, are you ready for a good oh, yeah, time? Yeah, that's, that's what it was. Are you ready? <laughs> <laughs> Which also just sounds like, run on the train. running right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you know, it's all the exact same song. But, uh, Love me for the money. Let's yeah.
2: do the money. <laughs>
1: oh. uh. But, uh, yeah, the Tribal Chief's here. He's coming down. More promos about Kevin Owens. And Owens is like, hey, man, you should be embarrassed. Jay Uso had to help you so much to win that ladder match and handcuff be in that cage match. There's no big dog anymore. You're just a giant bitch. And then he challenges Jay to a match later.
0: Classic, classic Roman Reigns being the best in the business right now. Um, when was the last Roman Reigns match that we got? Was it the? It was kind of like the uh, the week prior. Christmas cage match. The Christmas, ca- Christmas in a cage match. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that one.
1: Um, yeah, but uh, yeah. no, lately er, uh, he hasn't been resting on TV too often.
0: Yeah, it doesn't feel it doesn't feel like bit. it. Yeah, short of that Christmas Day match. It feels like we only kind of. Maybe a
1: tag match with Uso here.
0: Yeah, here and there. But uh, Jey Uso in another main event.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He's kicking off the year the way he ended it. Yeah. Uh, But we're kicking off with the new Intercontinental Champion, Big E, fighting King Corbin. Corbin's got all his knights there, and Sammy's there at ringside. uh, Yeah, short match. Big E gets the win. Then Sammy, or no. Yeah, Big E gets the win when Sammy jumps in, causes the DQ. But then I think Apollo Crews comes out to help him.
0: And then it so. just kind of turns into a tag,
1: right? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say so. The old, so, yeah. the, the
0: old uh, it turns into a different match.
1: Yeah, those four men have a tag match. <laughs> Apollo hits his uh, spin out powerbomb, gets the win.
0: Have we? So, hey. Has it been more than a year since our last King of the Ring? Uh, yes,
1: we missed it in 2020. Right, so. Uh, I want to say September of 2019, Corbin was crowned.
0: Yeah, I want to leave the King Corbin gimmick. Me too. I'm just kind of like Long done mind. with it. I'll like go back to bear. I mean, obviously, obviously, he's not going to grow his hair back out. I think we've accepted No, he couldn't.
1: This. I don't even think he could if he wanted to.
0: But uh, <laughs> yeah I don't yeah he, I don't think he could if he wanted to either. But yeah, I think we're kind of I'm kind of done with this King Corbin thing. Maybe uh, yeah. clearly but, I mean he's
1: got his knights now, so what are they going to do? Well,
0: and like we've said before in the past, clearly he's he's doing something so right because he's on TV every week. Like clearly he's <sighs> doing something right, but that we just don't know what it is.
1: Someone likes him.
0: Somebody likes him. Vince so likes him. let's just repackage him and uh, but I I am done with King Corbin.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, we get the Riot Squad taking on Tamina and Natalia. and Billy Kay's there managing them for some reason.
0: Yeah, Billy Kay. Uh, still, I guess. She, well, she's been handing out resumes for months now. Uh, yeah. Maybe someone finally took her up on it.
1: I guess they let her be a manager, some- but uh, during the match, Tamina and Natalia just end up yelling at her because she's squawking too much. Uh, but then Tamina's got Liv Morgan set up for a Samoan drop, but then Billy jumps on the apron and yells Samoan drop! Somehow my drop. But Tamina just goes Whoa, and then Liv rolls her up for the 3. Uh and then afterwards Billy Kay just says fuck it. And goes and celebrates with the Riot Squad saying, "We won." So she picks the winner.
0: Yeah, I yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know. Um just cuz it, it this is one of those things that the Billy Kay build the managerial role of Billy Kay has been building for so long that I don't know if I like care anymore or When she was handing out out her resumes, it was fun. But then I feel like we sat on it for too long, and now is she
1: just, yeah, who knows? She just needs to give a resume to Peyton, and we can all move on. (laughs) Or
0: manage this women's division, because it's falling apart.
1: I don't know. I don't know. know. But let's have a better tag match. Uh, Better women's tag match. Back-to-back, we got Sasha and Bianca Belair taking on Bailey and Carmella. So, this was a fun match. Uh, I think Bianca suplexes Bailey to the floor, taking her out. Uh, Sasha's got Carmella in the bank statement, but that damn Reginald, he pulls her out. He's always there to save her. Uh, and then, I think, uh, oh yeah, she he comes back in. He starts doing like flips and shit. I don't know. He's crazy. So, Sasha punches him in the face, but the distraction allows Carmella to hit the face buster gets the three count. Thanks to Reggie.
0: Setting up what will probably be the rematch: the Carmella Sasha Banks at the Rumble. I guess that's kind of where we're heading towards right now.
1: Hmm. Yeah. I guess might as well.
0: Yeah. I guess because
1: Bianca Belair has got a chance to win that Rumble. Yeah. I Surely she Bianca
0: Belair has to be in it. But uh, crazy. Um, these two. So I guess we 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 got back to back women's tag matches.
1: Yeah, you probably don't see that very often. Um,
0: not only, yeah, but not only, not only, yeah, would you never see that? It was crazy how much better this one was than the one before.
2: <laughs> yeah, definitely. Just the lev- this, the uh, skill
0: level flat out. Because uh, I guess between these two segments, we got four, eight, nine women involved, which is, mm-hmm. which is thumbs up. But yeah, this one yeah. was so much better. I don't know how that happened.
1: Well, look at the names.
0: Just time, name yeah. and times.
1: Yeah, oh, but uh, times. speaking of, the women's division we get a nice little surprise return as sonia deville is just seen walking backstage and just turning heads the rest of the locker room as she walks oh they're like Ooh, shit, she's back her she's looking sharp back in her all black uh john wick look her stylish uh woman's pantsuit that's what it, what it is you- <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that was all we got from her, though, mm-hmm. I think. We didn't get no promo or anything, but well, I'm just excited. Yeah, nice to see we, were,
0: we were waiting, hoping, and kind of giving the time that she needed to be away. And uh, hell, this was something that uh, I didn't see coming.
1: Yeah, this is nice. And uh, Mandy Rose is on the other show, so she'll have to start something new, new storylines. Yeah. We'll see. So anyways, that'll be fun. Uh, street Profits come out for the New Year's Day Smoketacular. And they just talk about 2020 being a bitch of the year, and, uh, but not for them, because they were great as a tag team. and They pull back a curtain to reveal a drum set, and Dawkins sits down, starts banging around. Some, uh, Ford reads out some predictions for 2021, and anyways, I think Ziggler and Roode show up, and they all fight, or they beat up Ford, smack his legs around.
0: <laughs> yeah, I like that they try. I like the Street Profits really easily transitioned from red solo cups to blue solo cups. Uh, it, it, I was like, wow, like that was such an easy part <laughs> of the gimmick that had to change. And I'm sure it was a big concern, right? Like, we can't go to SmackDown. We need red solo cups. And then somebody in the back yeah. was just like, oh, we can get blue ones. And I go, okay, there we go. Yeah,
1: you just gotta, just, it just takes a little bit more work to
0: Exactly. Get. You know, maybe they have to order them from out of state. I don't know. Yeah. But we need those blue solo <laughs> disorder, cups. Order 50,000, we'll be good for while. Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, Daniel Bryan and Otis teaming up against Cesaro Nakamura. Chad Gable there to coach. I'd rather see him in the ring, but that's okay. At least he's not shorty G
0: anymore. Yeah, thank God.
1: But, uh, yeah, a good little match. Brian and Cesaro got their Brody armbands on. They were close with him. But, uh, eventually, Daniel Bryan gets Nakamura and the Yes Lock gets the submission win. And then, afterwards, the three babyfaces do some weird little hip dance.
0: Yeah, what was the deal with that? It was, uh, like...
1: <laughs> it was goof. I mean, Otis, I can, it was a little out of character for the other guys, but not Otis.
0: Yeah, that one felt just... I didn't Maybe get Maybe
1: it was just a fun goof. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe it's some sort of secret joke they had with Brody. I don't
0: know. Oh, yeah, that could be it.
1: But I I just guess Otis and Brody, were they around each other? No, but I mean Daniel Bryan and... oh yeah. Yeah. Anyways, but I let's think go to the main... uh, yeah,
0: I think Otis Gable is the thumbs up team going forward for both of these guys.
1: Yeah, Daniel Bryan can just branch I mean he's already announced he's gonna be in the Rumble, so him and Roman can be a thing, and Otis and Gable can do their thing. Mm-hmm. But the main event Kevin Owens taking on Jay Uso. This was just a heavy, heavy hitting brawler match. Uh, Owens was not messing around here. He's just fucking working Uso's leg over, trying to break him. Uh, Uso fights back, goes for a super kick, uh, goes for the top rope splash, but then Owens avoids it, hits a stunner, gets a three count. And then afterwards, Owens grabs some handcuffs, cuffs Uso's to the ropes, and just starts beating him around, inviting Roman to come out and save him. But Reigns doesn't come out, so Owens says, I'll bring him to you. Starts fighting up the ramp, and he lays Uso out on some tables, Climbs up the side of the Thunderdome, ready to hit this big splash when Roman appears, attacks him, and they just kind of fight into the screens of the Thunderdome. And uh, Uso comes back up. They hit Owens with chairs, and they finally throw him down off this big drop through some tables. And We just end the show with the dead Kevin Owens. <laughs> dead
0: Kevin Owens. One thing, uh, you and you've seen the match, Mike, where one guy can sell and the other one can't really and sometimes it'll take you out of what's happening and Jay Uso and Kevin Owens to me are just I I love matches where both dudes can sell so fucking good. It <laughs> makes those like when you, you you'll watch them on YouTube and they may you you may call them spot fests or whatever you want to call them but whenever you see like a Ricochet Will Ospreay match they are mm-hmm. both and Ricochet one—it got to be one of the best in the business at selling something. <laughs> uh, and I, I, and I got to say that same thing about Jey Uso and Kevin Owens. Um, yeah, that, that's my, that's my big one. Is this the rematch we're getting at the rumble? Probably, maybe, sure, stip, who knows? Um, yeah, where do they,
1: I mean, they've done a TLC, they've done a cage match, what can they do next up the ante?
0: <laughs> an elimination Chamber match. Well, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the two of them. Uh yeah, but I got to say this was another and what what has become a string of fantastic SmackDown Live shows.
1: Yeah, no, I mean SmackDown's really been pretty great all year.
0: Has been put ever since and I I think the you know the real TSN turning point of Roman Reigns tribal chief return since that moment this has just gone to the fucking stratosphere. Mhm. I got to say. And
1: then, yeah, he's been killing it. And then the Intercontinental title's been doing yeah. great. Yeah, yeah Sami Zayn, very
0: and, good. And, uh...
1: Yeah, Bailey and Sasha see, carrying yeah, that SmackDown swim has been the A show. Um, Absolutely. All year. And it's been... Proven in the ratings. Very much Not so. We the don't care that much, but it's higher so. ratings than Raw.
0: And ca- I cannot wait for Sony DeVille's first promo back. That's going to be. Yeah, uh, that should be fun. Write that one down for promo of the year because you, it's never too early to get a.
1: Well, hopefully we'll hear from her tomorrow on SmackDown.
0: Hopefully we will. That was the entire show. That was the entire show, uh SmackDown Live continuing to be the uh the the creme de la creme of main roster material. But unfortunately if it what's what's not the what the creme de la creme? Uh <laughs> crap de la crap, I guess there has to be the something. Crust. The crust de la crust. <laughs> uh is when we hop over onto Monday night, because of course we're talking Monday night raw. Let's get, raw. <laughs> Let's get raw. Legends Night uh, is Mike, I really look forward to the point in this podcast where uh, we have a, a whole new show that is just clips from previous episodes of the podcast. You know, like our what will be our first clip show? <laughs> we'll be like, remember when this happened? Remember when John Moxley? Remember when Lacey Evans? Yeah. Um, because Mike, to me, uh, every year we get this. We get our yearly remember when. Uh, episode of Monday Night Raw, and at least this time we're promised a main we're promised a championship match between Drew McIntyre and Keith Lee.
1: Mm-hmm. And various legends. Uh, and the show opens with uh, a, a Hulk Hogan phone. Skip. <laughs> what is this phone? No people want to know what is this phone. Seriously,
0: I have no fucking idea. <laughs>
1: This Hulk Hogan phone picks up and it's, hey, welcome to Rella Legends Night. Uh, and then we go to the ring where Mizmo are there for Miss TV and they cut a promo about tonight's episode saying Miz is the biggest legend of all. They bring out their guests, Xavier Woods, Kofi Kingston, who tell them they have a talk show now as well. New Day Talks. So New they're just mocking Mizmo.
0: New Day Talks.
1: <laughs> they turn the interview around. They start asking them questions and Ms. gets pissed off and we get our next legend, Teddy Long, former general manager who comes out and says, uh, with his years of experience, he's got the solution. Ms. and Morrison, you will face the Undertaker. A new day freak out. Adam Pearce has to come out to tell Teddy that Taker's retired. but He says, my bad player. And uh, we're going to have a tag team match. So that was the old Teddy meme from back in the day. Every week he would come out and either make a match with The Undertaker or a tag match. Nothing else. <laughs> okay. That was his thing. Uh so Ms. Morrison, new day. They have a fun little match. Nothing too crazy. Uh Woods hits a shining wizard to get the win. I guess that's a new finisher for him.
0: Yeah, that was interesting. I guess they he kinda had to... Yeah, he, maybe he needs to Can't think about tag, life do. without the Miz. Um mm-hmm. or sorry, yeah. Um Mike, yeah. okay, here's Here's what I we're gonna see a lot of this over Legends Night, and Mike, I know that your eternal optimism sometimes, uh, you know, it's what it's what keeps this show on the on the lighter side. The brevity of it all.
1: Yes, from the man who likes the dark dreary days. From
0: the man who wants the gray skies. Yeah. But I gotta say, the man who's uh, the man who wants the sunshine. Uh, Mike, our Monday Night Raw ended last week with 13-time world champion Randy Orton. 14. 14 14-time world champion Randy Orton almost setting a 27-year-old woman on fire. Uh, For better or for worse, it was an effective cliffhanger. I'm thinking to myself, "Holy shit, we almost watch a grown man light a 90-pound, five-foot-one woman on fire." Surely, the first thing I see is going to have to address this very, very, very serious issue. However, in classic Vinnie Mac fashion, when we bring back our legends, it's about putting them over. Not about putting over the stories that we're trying to tell the whole time. Uh, well, it was
1: the second thing they got to.
0: <laughs> oh, okay, it was the second thing they got to. Yeah, I would have yeah. liked, uh, I mean, yeah, as soon as you know these Legends Nights happen, you know exactly what's going to come. Uh, the way in which they treat the people backstage, it's it's meant, they're meant to be kind of like poked fun at uh, for kind of little pops as you go. Um, and that's just sort of the night that we prepare ourselves when we have Legends Nights.
1: Yes. But let's address your concerns, please, because uh, Charlie's backstage with Randy Orton talking about, hey, man, last week, last week you had that match in front of Alexa. She was doused in gasoline. But Orton says he couldn't do it. Uh I faced the fiend and I changed. I showed Alexa Bliss restraint. I showed her mercy and I hate myself for it. But I can sculpt that hatred. And I'm capable of everything, anything I want. So I don't know. Yeah. He's capable. He, cho- he chose not to murder her. It was a choice. <laughs> He's pro-choice. Well I'm, well, I'm glad we got to
0: it after uh, Ms. TV.
1: Well, people complain that uh, they don't start the show off with matches enough.
0: Yeah, that's a good point.
1: They ended with a match last week. Huh.
0: Yeah, that's, yeah. They, <laughs> it's nice to end ah. with a match. I like ending <laughs> with matches.
1: Uh, then we get footage from some uh, New Year's Eve TikTok. Where Angel Garza rolls up our truth to win the 24-7 title. And then we cut backstage where the new champ Garza is talking to now legend Alicia Fox. We haven't seen in a little while. No. But uh, I guess she quietly retired. Hmm. Then he walks over to more legends. Tatanka, Mickey James, and Sergeant Slaughter. I don't think Tatanka said a word. Nope. He was just standing there in his not a, a s- white man in his Indian headdress. Not a single one. Uh, Sergeant Slaughter did his little promo. Just like, ah, maggot. I don't know. Slaughter's boring. I never liked him. Stupid. Slaughter. Uh, anyways, AJ Styles and Elias have another match. Uh, but like last week, that was actually pretty good. Good chemistry they got going on. Uh, I like the ending, too. AJ hits a nice brain buster, followed by the Styles Clash to get the three count. I feel like he doesn't do the Styles Clash as much. We
0: don't see it too often anymore. Uh, we get a lot of phenomenal forearms, a lot of calf crushers. Yeah, I, love, I love fun. the calf crusher, though.
1: Oh, yeah. All three are great moves. But uh, and then afterwards, Jackson Riker storms the ring with the guitar, takes a swing at AJ, but almost kicks the guitar, smashing it away, saving AJ. Pretty nice kick, I got to say.
0: Oh, I felt I felt like that was a botch. Why? I don't know. It just felt like. Uh, what do you
1: think was supposed to happen?
0: I don't know. I just I, when I saw it, I was like, <laughs> oh, I, you missed. I thought it was perfect. Oh, OK, 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 OK.
1: No, he kicked the guitar away. Oh, okay. He saved him. I right. thought it was a good kick.
0: I guess, yeah, I guess he botched it. Oh, okay, okay.
1: Who botched it? Nothing, never
0: mind, never mind.
1: <laughs> I don't know. Anyways, we at least we know almost can do a move. He had decent flexibility. Kali could never do that kick. I'll tell you that right <laughs> now. Uh, backstage, Riddle's hanging out with the Big Show, pitching, pitching him some great ideas like the Big Bro. Um then he goes off to get ready, and Randy Orton comes up and just starts being mean to Big Show, getting in his face, which he'll do the rest of the night mm-hmm. to the other legends.
0: Because we're going to get more of them, that's for sure. <laughs>
1: uh, some future legends, Charlotte Flair and Asuka taking on Peyton Royce and Lacey Evans, and Ric Flair's there at ringside. Uh, but this is not a tag He's match, also a legend. But, yeah, he's still alive. <laughs> <But we get laughs> he'll some... be a
0: legend as long as he's alive. Yeah. At least
1: we get some decent tag wrestling. Uh Lacey Evans is trying to seduce Ric Flair. And he's more than ready to take the bait. But Charlotte knocks her to the floor and then goes back after Peyton Royce. But then Charlotte's own father, Ric Flair, grabs her foot and trips her. Trips his daughter. So Peyton follows with a crucifix pin, gets a three count. Huge win for her, but uh Ric Flair costs his daughter the match.
0: Huge win for Peyton Royce.
1: Yeah. And Lacey by association. Uh, they should get a title shot for this. Uh-huh. And Lacey's grateful afterwards. She goes and gives Rick a little kiss on the cheek. Hopefully it was worth it. Uh, Charlotte's not happy, though. She just gets in his face and says, Stay out of my business! So, eh. What was that trip about? Was he doing it just to get some uh some So, action? this is... <laughs> or do you think it was a botch? <laughs> a like, he was supposed to be less obvious.
0: So, this is where I got confused, also. if Whether it was a botch or whatever. So... If Charlotte's with Oscar, Charlotte's a babyface, and yeah. belittling and berating possibly one of the most beloved wrestlers in history of the <laughs> business,
2: yeah,
0: that's not a babyface move. Uh, I, yeah. So it makes me wonder about that finish. Like, how the fuck did that well, happen?
1: Yeah, because they both look like heels then, Rick and his daughter. Both,
0: both of them, quick. yeah. Both of them did. Um. Yeah, who the he, who the it heck? Who the heck knows? Yeah,
1: this. W- and it felt like Oscar just kind of disappeared at that point. She's like, ah, fuck. This. Well,
0: exactly. Well, I mean, it's like if we're turning Charlotte heel, or if we're involving Rick into something that he'll be. I, I you have to you have, yeah. you have to separate Oscar from that immediately.
1: Well, you gotta get the belts off them. That's uh, immediately that
0: what... <laughs> the rumble, baby. That's what the rumble's but, for.
1: Uh, no, I could I mean, I could definitely. If this is the start of it, I could see Charlotte going heel sooner than later. And if they want to use Rick as the punching bag, that's an easy way to do it. Just bully the old man. Bully your dad.
0: Bully your old man dad.
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Then we go backstage. Drew and Seamus are hanging out when Hulk Hogan and Jimmy Hart appear. And then they put them over. And I think Hulk and Drew do a little Hulkamania thing together. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Riddle and Bobby Lashley. Uh, Yeah. Fun little match. Both guys. MMA experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I think at one point Lashley hits the Dominator, and then he applies the heart Lock, and then Riddle tries to bounce off the ropes to break the hold, but as he's, like, bouncing off the ropes, the ref has to duck underneath to avoid getting hit. But at this exact moment, Riddle taps out to Lashley, who releases the hold, thinking he's won, but the ref didn't see it. Uh, so MVP and Lashley are yelling at the ref. Riddle rolls him up, gets a three count. So controversial ending, but...
0: Yeah, I do uh I do li- I did I did kinda like that finish.
1: It was creative. But uh like at least the ref didn't get hit, he avoided. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it was
0: kinda fun. It was like interesting to say the least. Yeah, it
1: wasn't for the title, so it didn't screw Lashley too bad.
0: Right, which uh, uh you know, and of course we need the match at the rumble. <laughs>
1: yeah. I mean, yeah, Riddle Lashley for the title, that could be that's a U.S. title match I'd be interested in.
0: Yeah, the two former MMA stars or what have yeah. you.
1: Yeah. Uh, then we go backstage, more legends. Mark Henry's hanging out, giving advice to Ricochet. Tells him to stay strong, brother. But then Randy Orton, big bully, walks up, tries to rile up Mark Henry, mocking him for being injured because he's got one of those little leg scooters.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: When you hurt yourself, and he just kind of scoots off, all sad when Orton's making fun <laughs> I feel like those scooters, those are an invention of the 2000s, aren't they?
0: Yeah, it's a... Uh, you wouldn't see a
1: broken leg in the 80s wheeling around on that.
0: Yeah, it's become the more common way to get about town if you yeah. if, if, if you have some kind of so surgery yeah, like that.
1: Yeah, because it's a lot smoother than crutches, I guess. I That's
0: guess. Well, awful. I think it would all be... Uh, it's all probably how your knee has to heal
1: right that as well yeah like
0: remember remember when I uh remember when I dislocated my knee before pending's very first show I was in the I needed to be in the straight cast Mm -hmm. so like that wouldn't have worked on me but maybe it's like maybe it's like a certain kind of you know like I know when Kevin Durant tore his Achilles he was able to recover in a boot like that um Mm -hmm. because your knee can sit like that and everything would be fine so it's probably like dependent on the injury
1: Well, let's move along. Mandy Rose taking on Shayna Baszler. Uh, But Baszler attacks Mandy during her entrance, so Dana Brooke runs in and says, I'll take you on. So we get Dana versus Shayna. Short little match. Shayna's got the Kira Fuda clutch locked in, but then Dana rolls through, hooks her leg, gets a big pinfall victory. Big upset. Uh, But Shayna doesn't release the hold and Dana passes out anyways. So Mandy comes in, saves her with a big C-trigger. So the sexy muscle friends stand tall. Yeah, huh?
0: I don't know. This was this was an oddly booked one for me too. Weird. This entire surprising. card was, was especially after just watching like an incredibly booked SmackDown. It was just like the, like just compared beside each other
1: yeah it was weird i mean i'm happy for dana but i uh yeah it probably won't lead to anything
0: yeah dana brooke like constantly busts her ass and her face sometimes and (laughs) i and never gets that never gets tv time um so you know if you had looked at it it, 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 you know and then we unfortunately vinnie mac doesn't see this far back but you and i both see the Shayna baszler nxt dominance and then losing to dana brooke less than a year later like, you and I see both of those things. But Vinny Mac doesn't see the whole dominating the entire women's division in NXT for years. He doesn't see that. No. He sees uh, well, what's happening here.
1: We already knew that. Once, once she lost at WrestleMania, we already knew.
0: The Becky Lynch match.
1: Yeah. yeah. Not that I'm complaining. I love Becky <laughs> But uh, backstage, Ric Flair, he's still hanging around talking to more legends. Molly Hawley and IRS who you may not know, is the father of uh, Mr. Bray Wyatt.
0: Ooh, that's fun. Uh,
1: but these old legends hanging out, that old old man smells in the air. <laughs> it attracts Randy Orton.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so he gets in Rick's face and says, Hey, Rick, why don't you escort me to the ring later with Jeff for my match? Uh, but Rick is pissed at Randy for all the shit he's done to him. Uh, I think he even kicked him in the head earlier this year.
0: Oh, yeah, he got punted.
1: Yeah, so they argue. Rick Flair does not go out with him. So Randy Orton comes out to take on Jeff Hardy. Wait, does, did,
0: did,
1: what? did Did I miss something?
0: No, 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 no. I'm asking you a question of <laughs> this. Did Randy yes. Orton not comment to Bray Wyatt's father about what he just did to Bray Wyatt?
1: I don't think we're supposed to know that that guy's Wyatt's father. Oh,
0: okay. My, my mistake. My mistake. I was I, like, I, I, Jesus Christ! Imagine burning somebody alive and then walking <laughs> just like right past their dad and
1: not even yeah. <laughs> like acknowledging. It's funny. I didn't even. Really or,
0: the, or yeah. Okay, so I guess they're so they're not supposed to be. Yeah, this. I mean, this they've guy never Br- had anything to do. With this guy guys. and Bray Wyatt, just like the other fucking B teamer and Bray Wyatt, aren't supposed to be actually related. What's the B? What's the guy in the B team? Who's his brother? Curtis Axel. Is that his brother? Oh, Bo Dallas? Bo Dallas, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. Okay,
0: exactly. my mistake, yeah. him my mistake. Bray,
1: there's no, no, it's
0: fair. Well, there's a lot of family on this show. We got the fucking flares. Oh, there we got the, you know, the. there is a lot of fa- familial elements of things that go on here. And then I, I'm, I'm yeah. never sure which is accepted and which isn't.
1: Well, we get Randy Orton taking on Jeff Hardy, who, uh, no face paint on a Hardy, which we haven't seen him. He no. had it kind of on his neck. Yeah,
2: well, but huh.
1: It's been a while since I've seen naked face Hardy. <laughs> That doesn't matter. He's still got, uh, maybe that could be category. We talked about hair. Uh, maybe even the best face paint could best be best face moisture. paint. <laughs> I mean, most wrestlers do it themselves. That takes time. Yeah, that's pretty that cool. Creative. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, anyways, Orton spends the match being a dirty heel. And uh, once again, he targets those earlobes like he likes to do, just jams his fingers in, starts stretching, twirling those stretched earlobes. Uh, but Hardy fights back, hits some of his big moves, goes for a twist of fate, but Orton counters, hits the RKO, gets the win.
0: The old twist of fate into the RKO, classic yeah. maneuver. Pretty much the same move, yeah,
1: without a twist. Yeah, on the other one. Uh, but then backstage, lucha house party, run into Molina, former women's and divas champion and uh, manager of John Morrison, and former uh, sexual partner of John Morrison. <laughs> Jesus Christ, <laughs> and Batista. <laughs> do you know, did you have any idea who she was? I have
0: no idea who this person is.
1: Yeah. Well, the only thing she did was the Lucha House Party came up and they all chanted Lucha. And then Lucha House Party took on the heart Business. Uh, you know, they always look good whenever you get a chance. Cedric and Shelton starting to do some small disagreeing, you know, tagging each other in forcefully. Uh, and their arguing allows Lince Dorado to hit some cool Lucha moves and he ends up pinning Shelton for the three. So another this was a night of upsets it felt like.
0: It, f- it felt like. Yeah, a couple of few of these little upsets going on.
1: Yeah, so Lucha House Party perhaps uh, on their way to a tag title shot. And uh, and then a lose MVP. and then a loss.
0: Uh, yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's like this 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 whole thing was booked so oddly and I think part of these uh, this these underdog things didn't help. <laughs> didn't help towards the strange booking of this entire Legends night.
1: Yeah, MVP was not happy either, just yelling at them. He's embarrassed that the two of them lost. Cedric just walks off angry on his own. (laughs) And we go backstage, Nikki Cross talking to legend Tori Wilson when Angel Garza approaches to offer Tori a rose. But uh, she tells him that she invited Cardi B, Kylie Jenner, and Ariana Grande to come to Raw tonight, and they're just down the hall. So uh, why don't you go give Cardi B that rose? So Angel walks down the hallway into this pitch black room where the lights turn red. But it's not the Fiend. It's the Boogeyman. And he's coming to get you. So he scares Garza off, runs into the hall, right into R-Truth, who rolls him up to win back the 24-7 title. And then Ron Simmons makes his cameo to say, damn. But yeah, you love the Boogeyman, right?
0: Yeah. I love, I love <laughs> that we see him once a year.
1: <laughs> yeah, whenever you need some goofy. Like he was never... Yeah,
0: no, absolutely not. Absolutely the not. Worms. Well, I, I wouldn't say a single legend we've He's seen no so far has been made to seem like they are an intimidating legend. It feels as though <laughs> we're making fun of every single one of them.
1: Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, did you see the Twitter world hopping off after this segment, though, with Cardi B? I
0: did see it just because she was tagged and she was just like, I don't know what's going on.
1: So she starts reacting to this stuff and then Lacey Evans jumps in. Yeah. Uh, And then she says, like, hey, don't you step into my world, honey. I'll beat you up, you nasty. And Cardi B got worked hard. She tweeted and deleted some sort of, I don't know the exact word. She's like, I don't take some shit from some white girl telling me what to do, blah, blah. (laughs) So once again, Lacey Evans, uh, an early contender for work of the year having Cardi B freak out on her, not realizing that it's wrestling and she's just, she's
0: just playing a character. Getting work. And at that moment, uh, Vince McMahon literally came dollar signs. Uh, he's like, oh, so yeah. WrestleMania... Lacey Evans, though, I love so it. So WrestleMania character. 37, Lacey Woo! Evans, Cardi B.
1: Woo! Uh, Imagine that. <laughs> that's the noise that she makes, right?
0: <laughs> that's the noise she... Uh, that's the noise that comes out of her, uh, her gullet, that's for sure.
1: <laughs> oh, God. She'd probably show up and be like... Vince would be like, oh, Nicki Minaj is here.
0: <laughs> he would. Uh, <laughs> and how but... he would know who Nicki Minaj is is beyond me. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, boy. But I had to throw that in because Lacey Evans just always on her game, ready to work anyone.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
1: But let's go to that big main event. Uh, probably, yeah, like you said, this was Legends Night, but we got something to look forward to. <laughs> Drew McIntyre defending his WWE title against Keith Lee. And uh, we had all the Legends just kind of sit down, or no, standing at the top. I don't know, some of them were sitting. They were all at the top of the They were all there.
2: <laughs> <laughs> they were all there
1: just to watch the match. Uh, so big heavy header. Two big guys that can move around. They're fighting outside the ring when Lou, Lee pounces Drew over the barricade right into the Thunderdome crowd. Um, And then at one point, they're still outside the ring and Drew hits a big powerbomb on Keith Lee through the announce table. But poor Lee, he lands like right on the pointed corner of the table.
0: Yeah, that was a tough one. Like
1: like the exact worst spot, but thing still breaks. That was crazy. Yeah, thank
0: God it's definitely going to break under his (laughs) immense (laughs) size.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Uh, but uh, they weren't on there. They both fight up to the top rope and Keith Lee hits maybe the biggest spanish fly in the history of wrestling. In
0: the history of This was one of those moments where if it was a live show the ring would have broken. <laughs> but no but no, we need to finish this match. The ring can't we do. break.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh but that was crazy. He almost he makes it around but he I got scared like Woo! Almost land on your head. Yeah, that Keith was Lee.
0: pretty cool. That was pretty cool.
1: Uh that got a big. Even the legends reacted to that but uh soon after he tries to hit the spirit bomb but drew escapes hits the claymore and that puts away keith lee so drew retains his title uh, drew retains great match.
0: F- amazing title defense on free television yeah. and
1: like we always say, once you give Keith Lee a chance, we know what he's capable of, and he had a great main event.
0: But yeah, possibly Keith Lee's best match on the main event. It's so nice to see – Mike, it's so nice to see a heavyweight challenger with extreme mobility. Is it not? <laughs> oh, yeah. There's yeah. just so mobile. And the match itself, dare I say, was was 15 minutes.
1: Yeah, no, they gave him lots of time. I love it when
0: when your heavyweight bout is more than five and a half minutes. Don't you? For the most part. Yeah. (laughs) For
1: the most part. (laughs) Because, so uh, you want to talk about people that don't like going over five and a half minutes. Yeah. Um, After the match, Lee and Drew, they do the nice respectful fist bump. Uh, Drew goes to get on the mic when he's interrupted by one Bill Goldberg, who comes down to the ring. Gets on the mic. Uh, at first, he puts over Drew, but then he says, the one thing you don't have is respect. Uh, mm. You look at all the legends up here as washed up. You think you're better in your prime than they're priming. None of them poses a threat, and that's where I step in. And then Drew was like, I didn't say that.
0: He <laughs> was but, literally like, no, I uh, didn't I say like, that. What? You should. Yeah.
1: Uh, it's like are you talk about, about Randy Orton? about Randy
0: He's been so. fucking around with people all day.
1: So that was kind of weird. Uh, kind of? But at the kinda? end of the day. It feels like they wrote the promo for someone else, <laughs> and they just shoved it in at the last minute. So- or maybe Goldberg was headbutting lockers backstage again.
0: <laughs> like he, to- he forgot. Um, I've heard- He a- did
1: have a little mark on his head. Uh, he probably
0: them. was. Now, I've He's heard idiot. a little bit about what may have happened. Um, uh, I don't know if you heard a similar story as to this, Michael.
1: I did. Well, let me just finish where he officially challenges Drew to a title match at the Royal Rumble.
0: Fucking great, because I don't and know. And then he
1: shoves him to the ground, and they go off air. Okay, Drew was like, "It'd be like fighting my dad, mate. If I fight you, you're fighting my pop, fighting my father."
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: so, anyways, that's a thing. But as you were,
0: as I as was, no, okay. So, <laughs> I've just heard from other outlets that they fucked up the entire end. They just fucked up the entire last whatever of the show. Like the script or the timing? The or?
1: timing of it all. So what? The timing seemed a little So what he I just... heard
0: was, you're right, uh, McIntyre was supposed to cut a promo doing the things that Bill Goldberg just said. They <laughs> ran out of time. When Drew McIntyre was cut off, he was like, shoot, cut off.
1: Yeah, they just, he was actually going to say something. He
0: fucking lets go. I also yeah. heard that, so they were supposed to, so McIntyre was supposed to speak. Goldberg comes out. He cuts his promo. Him, they go back and forth. Goldberg hits Drew with the spear. Uh, Drew McIntyre gets the Glasgow kiss in to end the show, and they did. You can find it on WWE socials where, like, you know, after the show went off air, yeah. it's literally yeah. just the ten seconds after they fucking went off air, like. Mm-hmm. How long do you have to do Monday Night Raw to know how much time you have to do Monday Night Raw? I mean, I know it's only been a three-hour show for the last 12 years, so I get it. It does take a little bit of time to adjust, but I don't get how these timing things can happen. I just, from, from like a production standpoint, I don't fucking get it.
1: Well, and I think they're allowed to go over anyways. So I don't. Know.
0: And then why didn't they? It, 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 right. <laughs> oh, yeah. Coming, they definitely,
1: the fucked up. The ending was fucked up a little bit. The whole thing was the whole thing was
0: fucked up. And, you know, so it's so it's like, you know, it's if we had just cut out the the boogeyman, had we just cut out the Hulk Hogan (laughs) phone, had we just cut out of any one of these tiny but many examples of humiliating legends. Imagine if your boss called you back once a year just to take a big shit on you and then you're like well he's giving me 50 grand so i got to do it like that's sort of what it feels like to be a but no carlito by the way that's kind of <laughs>
1: yeah he was uh, him and yeah there was him and one other guy that's kind of was how it feels like whenever
0: to. these legends show happen. and you're right i'm listening to this promo and i'm like they fu- they mix it up it was supposed to be for randy orton but i feel like vince is in such a way that Goldberg went out there knowing he was going to have to say something that wasn't going to make any sense. But you got to mm-hmm. say the script. So he couldn't he couldn't kind of work in his own promo there because Vince would have had a heart attack backstage. Yeah. Yeah. So this but, uh, this is terrible. This is a worst-case situation. Uh I mean, the match is for be Monday Night too. Raw. Um cuz uh we what happened to Kevin Owens? What happened to Bray Wyatt? What's going to happen to Drew McIntyre? Brock wins the Rumble. Takes, like, you can fucking see it happening already. You just see the dollar signs in Vince McMahon's eyes.
1: I don't think Goldberg's going to be Drew. You
0: don't think so? No. But if history does repeat itself, the last two times this I know, happened.
1: I know. But I think this is kind of replacing. Goldberg never had that match with Roman Reigns that he was supposed to that I think he was going to lose. Hmm. So now they're just transferring that loss over to Drew. Because Roman's doing other maybe things. Maybe that's a know. good
0: point. Maybe, I mean, uh, dude, if, if Goldberg had shown up in any capacity on SmackDown, I just, I would have, ah, that, that'd be it. But <laughs> that would be it for me. <laughs> but maybe, Mike, I, I do, I, I do. And like I said before, the, uh, the eternal optimism, this shit going on with the Tribal Chief is too good. To throw yeah, don't taint it to with. throw the mandatory two ma- match a year that Bill Goldberg gets, um, mm-hmm. and I mean uh, Mike, yeah. I pray that you are right and Drew McIntyre walks or s- struts down. Claymore to
1: pin retain. Yeah, uh, yeah, I don't, that's I don't weird.
0: care how it happens. Um,
1: but because who I don't think like if if Goldberg were to win, who's his opponent? Who's the big challenge?
0: And that's what I don't. After after such a fire match like this against Keith Lee. Keith and Rand, and, and and with all the shit that randy has been doing over the past year, one of the best runs, I'm sure, of his career, like, it feels like there are other competitors that are not named
1: Bill Goldberg. Mm-hmm. Uh, like you said I guess the two matches a year they want to bang one since out we early. can't
0: go to Saudi yeah get it <laughs> out of the way
1: first pay-per-view <laughs> fuck then we got 11 months to worry about the next shit
0: <laughs> yeah oh my god
1: because oh by god. October they might be back in Saudi Who knows?
0: oh yeah they're waiting to go back to Saudi give them the match there uh, yeah. and then fucking go home go home Bill yeah, no, Goldberg uh, and I, I'm not I, gotta, a... I gotta cover my own tracks just for a second here um, there is a difference between Bill Goldberg returning and then Sting walking down those steps every single week. Um, (laughs) At least in my mind, there is a difference. Just because Sting, it's been a month now, and he hasn't been thrusted into the main event picture, um, i.e. challenging for the title.
1: Yeah, like when you and I got, went to SummerSlam, we got the perfect Goldberg—a nice two-minute squash in the middle of the card. So we had a lot of no, fun. We got the chance. Didn't ruin yeah, anything. Yeah,
0: that was fun. <laughs> <laughs> that
1: was fun. See, that's what Goldberg should be. But yeah, he shouldn't be main eventing for titles at this point. Which he probably won't, because it's the Royal Rumble, so that'll main event. But anyways.
0: No, that—that's that, that, uh, exactly
1: right. He should. All be. he has to do is lose. And
0: Goldberg—if <laughs> is—is it the name or the squad or the match? That you want because Goldberg's a big enough brick shithouse that he he's he's got manager 101 written all over him. So you don't want him for him. You want him for the squash match. And at what point is it really worth it?
1: Well, hopefully they'll reverse it and Drew will squash him.
0: Oh, fucking thank Christ. I hope that would happen.
1: Just like boom, boom, Claymore, boom, it's over in thirty seconds.
0: <laughs> Fingers crossed it was. But that's all uh but that was Monday Night Raw. That was the entire thing. The whole Legends Night. Uh, join us this time next year when we'll probably do another one of these Legends <laughs> Legends Nights. Who's gonna make the cut? Who's gonna, make, for yeah, the who's gonna be? Who's gonna be um, good enough that they're called back, but not so good that they refuse? To be humiliated on national television. Like, I feel like Alicia Fox fits <laughs> into that glorious category of. Yeah, she didn't get humiliated.
1: She was just there for five seconds. She was just
0: there for five seconds. Okay. Uh, but yeah, that was Monday Night Raw. That was the first half of the show, Mike. I think we need to take a break.
1: Let's take a break. We're
0: going to take <laughs> We're gonna take a break. We're going to come back, uh, of course, because we got uh, Wednesday Night War, New Year's Evil, and the New Year's Dash to cover. Bash. Bash! So stick around. <laughs> Welcome back to the show, ladies and gentlemen, Stuart Brothers Wrestling Podcast. This is part two, uh. <laughs> uh, of course, because um, the wrestling world never stops. As we know, normally we uh, normally we kick off the second half of the show with a little bit of games or whatever in the middle. We're taking a little bit of hiatus on that. We're going to figure out uh, maybe uh, just a new approach. I think uh, a new way to market the second half. <laughs> If I may, but, uh, so let's just get right into it then. Right. Because, I mean, we already, we, we, we briefly highlighted the Wednesday of past, but this Wednesday's big just for as many reasons. Right. Because, uh, it's kind of, it kind of feels like it's the double header of like, uh, shows with a name.
1: Yeah, we their do. little weekly specials.
0: Yeah, we've and uh, we've been doing this ever since AEW has come onto the scene and NXT moved over to Wednesday or, or sorry NXT extended their show to the two hours we've been getting. Anytime there's one of these things, there's going to be another one, <laughs> and I think it's <laughs> just, And I up, think but... it's just up to whoever announces it first. Of course, we have like the uh, the be- the beach break coming up in February. Who knows yeah. if we'll get we'll get a uh of of you know a similar similarly themed kind of show on whatever but uh let's move over to Wednesday night let's start talking about oh my god New Year's Evil <laughs> the NXT brand NXT
1: what does it mean I don't know, but it's good wrestling to NXT. Count
0: out one, boom, two, three, so. Uh which almost felt like and one thing I love about all this, like the bra- the way it's all branded and the way that it's kind of all packaged, it feels like a pay-per-view. Wow.
1: Yeah. You know, you got the custom graphics, the logos, uh, we get a cold open from the coldest man on the roster, <laughs> the host of New Year's Evil Dexter Loomis. He just kind of walks into the empty uh, Capitol Wrestling Center. He goes right up to the master control board. Just starts fiddling. He hits a couple switches, turns the lights on and off. And then he pulls down this giant lever, which activates everything. And like you said, making it look like a pay-per-view with all the special lightings, the graphics, the devil, the New Year's Evil, everything. Even Dexter Loomis, this red suit jacket, appeared out of nowhere.
0: And and the crowd appeared also. He had had the way of... uh...
1: (laughs) Uh, His red suit jacket kind of reminded me of uh, Will Smith in The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. When he would go to school, he'd wear that fancy suit.
0: You know, I never watched
1: that show, to be honest. Fresh Prince? Never watched it. And you got mad at me for Game of Thrones. This man's never seen Fresh Uh,
0: Prince. uh, Game of Thrones and Fresh Prince is like, not quite apples and oranges. I'm going to say apples and pears. Uh, I'll say
1: it's like like popcorn and cabbage water. Cabbage water. Them. I didn't even know that yeah. was a, a thing to
0: eat. Is that just what?
1: I only know that from Willy Wonka in the chocolate factory. Oh, They're so poor. Okay. They eat cabbage water. I guess it's just
0: water. Or it's like water that cabbage was boiling in. You cook cabbage,
1: in. I don't know, to get some extra calories
0: I Yeah, the, I say the ca- you boil the cabbage and then drink the water. And then probably also eat the cabbage. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but you're right. New Year's, uh, New Year's evil. Has a lot of fun themes kicking off the show, and we're kicking off with a big match here when Damian Priest walks down to the ring, uh, taking on Karrion Cross.
1: Yeah, battle of some big men here, uh, but Cross may be a little too big for Priest. As at one point, he couldn't fully lift him. There was a little sloppy move. I don't know. He's kind of like half lifted him, and I don't know. It was weird, but anyways, the rest of the match was fine. They go back and forth. Uh, Scarlet on the outside looking great. Priest hits the razor's edge for a big two-count, and then later on, uh, Cross hits a scary-looking powerbomb. Priest landed pretty high up on his head and neck. Yeah, pretty
0: high up on the neck there.
1: Yeah, but uh, he kicks out of that, and then they fight outside the ring. Uh, Cross slams him into the girders, the steel steps, and then back in the ring, he hits the big Saito suplex, followed by a running back elbow to the head, or just an elbow to the back of the head. and. That gets across the win. I don't know. I don't know if I like that finisher that much. That elbow.
0: It was just like a, it was like yeah. It was like a, or like a lariat, but it was their face. Yeah. I mean, away. it was powerful, but I don't know. Whatever. Eh.
1: Who the heck knows? <laughs> Cross wins. You know Priest what? Loses. So
0: they came in pretty early to this match, uh, touting it for you know the lack of commercial breaks that we were going to be getting, and. A match will never suffer for no commercial breaks, you know, versus consistent uh, performance. I don't know if this was quite the match that is like, you know, kind of deserves that honor, if that made sense. Yeah. I think if anything, it would just really kind of tell us of how they feel about carrying cross going yeah. forward. Like they're going to present the oh, a hot opening match when probably your numbers will be the highest and no commercials. Like that's that's kind of an honor in of itself for them to trust carrying cross with that much uh, responsibility.
1: Yeah, and I, I don't know if he's the top dog to go with.
0: Well, it's so, and it's, I and I think we were asking ourselves uh, the other day, or the other week, or what might be like. The plan was for him to be the top dog. So, do we yeah. just go back to the plan, or do we kind of uh, do we rewrite the uh, the route? Because he is still, I mean, he, I think he still has a right to, uh, you know, he's still kind of like a number one contender in my eyes.
1: Yeah, I mean, he never lost the belt, so he deserves a crack at it. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if I want him to get it.
0: Yeah, it'll be, tough. It'll be, uh, well, it'll, yeah, it'll be interesting to see where Carrying uh, Cross goes next.
1: Yeah, or where Priest goes next, because he loses here. There's some uh, hot rumors of so a possible call-up. Oh, yeah?
0: Mr. We Danny haven't had Priest. a call-up in a little while, it feels like.
1: Yeah, you know, Raw Rumble season's a good time to come up. Yeah, Throw your hat in that ring, and who knows?
0: Hey, Priest. It, Priest could it, be a Make it down fit. your final four or something, who knows?
1: Yeah, Priest on SmackDown going for that, uh, or Raw, uh, I don't know. Anyways, uh, then we get Santos Escobar versus Grand Metallique for the Cruiserweight title. Just a fun, fast paced match, you know, Metallique. Just everyone, they're walking on the ropes, doing high flying, dives to the floor. Uh, but eventually Escobar hits the Phantom Driver, gets the win, retains the title. But a good match.
0: Yeah, good little match there. Uh, we need, we need, we need. Fantat, we need Santos to be back, like back, back.
1: Yeah, don't don't just come once a month. Because uh, <laughs> it was fun when we first brought the title back and yeah. or had that little tournament. But anyways, we got time for something else. Uh, we've been viewing this foreign film for many weeks now, and Zia Lee and Boa, they're finally here with their mysterious master. Who's uh, seated on that throne. And Zaya and Boa just kind of walk out past them. Zaya does a little kata with some weapons there. And then she's got a singles match. Zaya Lee taking on Catalina Cortez. Who we've seen a couple times here and there. That masked woman wrestler. Mm -hmm. Uh, But uh, anyway, she's just here to get beaten up. Zaya looks vicious. Just hitting some devastating kicks. Massive kicks to the head.
0: Massive kicks to the head.
1: Uh, yeah, it's this hooded Massive. figure. Massive, like vicious. <laughs> yeah, they
0: were huge. That training it was, see, just, Like the, it was like she didn't even do any other. I don't wrestling. even think she it pulled was back. Just she just super <laughs> kick. Uh, kind of like a black mask kick. Another yeah. super and kick. And like a
1: trouble in paradise, Kofi kick.
0: Jesus Christ, it was just. It uh, was awesome. I like this. I awesome. love this new Zayly. <laughs> it was awesome.
1: This training paid off. Uh, the hooded figures just watching there. Zion gets the easy win. And then afterwards, her and Boa go back up to this hooded figure. They bow down as the smoke fills the room. I still so we,
0: no idea who it is. I've got nothing.
1: We get little glimpses. She looks kind of like, uh, you know, like something from The Grudge or The Ring. Like yeah, some, something like
0: that. Yeah, The Grudge or The Ring. But it's cool. I like it so far.
1: No idea Zyali what the hell's going on. Uh, whoever it is. Remember a year ago, Zylie was just some nobody. Just some nobody.
0: Yeah, of course. John. Isn't it fun? Uh, and then, like, write them off TV promo them and bring them back like I don't know I feel like yeah. the, I feel like this exact uh, formula could work for literally anybody if it can work for Xia Li and Boa
1: yeah exactly like who the hell but uh, so they think, were behind it they got behind it you can tell they're committed and,
0: and I, I like think it. we'll find out next week whoever this hooded figure is maybe
1: yeah we'll find out yeah more. I'm gonna so, be
0: I'm gonna be surprised I like it. whoever whoever they are I have no mm-hmm. idea
1: uh, but one unfortunate piece of news: uh, Timothy Thatcher suffered a minor injury, so we have to delay the fight pit. <sighs> the
0: fight sure. pit. Yeah, at the Rumble, baby, give it to me at the Rumble. Give me the. F-
1: <laughs> well, <laughs> they do. Uh, they do announce that the next takeover will be Sunday, February fourteenth. So maybe there they can.
0: Give me the Valentine's Day massacre, baby. Yeah, let's bring In it back. The fight they pit. probably should. They probably own. They've the been name.
1: bringing back gimmicks all year. They, let's have. Take- they probably own Valentine's. the name. Yeah, hopefully. I right.
0: I mean, I don't know who I don't know who owns it, but I'm going to assume it's them.
1: But what better than to have the fight pit? Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it then. But uh, yeah, I guess probably would have been hard to fit it on this show. There was already so much wrestling. Yeah, there was a lot.
0: Well, but, yeah. I wonder what would have gotten cut, really. But yeah. uh, huh.
1: I guess there was one thing a bit later. But mm-hmm. in the meantime, we got this last woman standing match between Rhea Ripley and Raquel Gonzalez. They've been beefing for a while now. Lots of beef in this ring. I uh, on a beef in the ring. <laughs> they start off. They're just having a slug fest. We get some kendo sticks, some chair shots. Uh, Raquel pulls out a pair of handcuffs. But then Rhea gets a hold of the cuffs. Cuffs uh, Raquel to the chain link barricade. Just starts beating her around while she's trapped. But then Raquel hulks out and just rips the damn chain off the fence. Uh, or just off the wall. So, so now she's got this little piece of just wire with her, she balls it up and just starts nailing Ripley with the head in the head. That was cool. Can't say I've seen that before in wrestling. No. <laughs> <laughs> but uh so she's in control. She slams Rhea into the ring bell and then uh, we got another painful, pointy table spot as she back body drops Ripley on the announce table, and she lands right on the edge. What's with the with points spine. of these
0: tables? Did they make? <laughs> did they change the tables, and we just I don't know? They're
1: just these points. Are, they're just are standing strong. Are the tables strong.
0: pointier than they have been in the past? Is this a design yeah. flaw?
1: But they're still breaking. They're
0: still so, breaking somehow. I don't
1: know. Uh, so it's just, there's just wreckage everywhere. Raquel just uses it to bury Ripley as the refs counting. But uh, she gets back up at 8. So they start fighting up to the top of the ramp. Raquel big boots Rhea. She just falls down a little flight of stairs. Uh, And then Rhea fights back though. She spears Gonzalez into a door. And then glass just shatters everywhere. So they're fighting into the backstage area. Uh, Rhea sets Gonzalez up on the. The sad-looking catering table that has like potato chips.
0: Yeah, or or uh, the prop catering table. Yeah, the prop. Hopefully, is not what they actually eat. But uh, imagine so she... like some like some ref has been working all night, and they just came back. Like, oh, finally! Like just like a little bowl of chips. Yeah, my little leaf. <laughs> Uh
1: So she's set up on the table. She climbs up. Ria climbs up a bunch on top of some lockers, and then she does a crotch chop and says, "Suck it." Before hitting a big swanton bomb through the table. Uh, So the ref is counting. But then Dakota Kai comes running in. and Just starts wailing on Ripley with a kendo stick. But then Rhea fights back. Slams her into the locker. Slams a door on her head. And then stuffs her into a locker. And then just barricades it shut. Mm -hmm. That was pretty funny. Uh, So then Rhea and Raquel. They fight back onto the stage. Rhea locks in her little scorpion cloverleaf thing. uh, With Raquel all wrapped around a chair. But there's no submissions, so finally, um, yeah, Ripley slams Raquel. It was kind of scary at one point when she, like, tosses Raquel into the LED board and she just kind of, like, falls on her head.
0: Yeah, it was almost as if, uh, yeah, I don't know what happened there, but she just kind of, yeah, like, it hits it and it then... <laughs> then
1: <laughs> just, like, land, boom. boom. Yeah, but
0: She got up, she was okay.
1: Yeah, luckily that was right near the end because she gets up and then hits a massive one-armed powerbomb onto Rhea off the steel steps through the stage. She breaks through the stage, so they both appear dead as the ref starts counting. But Raquel climbs out of the wreckage just in time to beat the count, win the match. The
0: so one-armed was... power bomb as the finisher of the year. Uh, wow! Or You're calling it, call it, it here. Well, hey, Mike, wow. I'm saying, I'm saying, if you want to talk matches of the year, I, like I think it. we just set the bar pretty early. That was a damn good match. I will
1: say that. A, uh, they busted their ass. An incredibly
0: wild and physical last woman standing match. Gave yeah. us all the chemistry in the ring and the things out of the ring. Uh, yeah, more when, than
1: just chairs and kendo sticks. We got other stuff. We got locker stuffings. We got so locker like a stuffings.
0: A little other kind of spot. You <laughs> a know, woman the,
1: said suck it. The, I don't the, tell, that's the, not very ladylike.
0: That's the swanton. <laughs> and this was as soon as that one. She go. they, go, they, go, they both go through the stage. My, 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 I'm like, fuck no. We, no, no double count out. No, this has, no, this, ha- no. we need a win.
1: Yeah. And, and we got it.
0: We got it. And if War Games was not enough, the uh, Raquel Gonzalez train. It
1: is. It is.
0: Hey, chew, uh, chew.
1: I'm on board.
0: Yeah. That's you right. Are, hey, Raquel Eo. <laughs> <laughs> Raquel Eo. Yeah. That, is that the next thing to decide? Someone has to dethrone
1: the genius of the sky. Someone. And yeah. Uh, hey, Raquel Gonzalez, my rookie of the year. Uh, coming in hot, and uh, yeah, man, she's definitely deserves. Even if she doesn't win it, she deserves a shot. The title, she, I, 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 she could, she could, she made, she may be coming up in her near future. Yeah, and like I said about Damian Priest earlier, uh, Rhea Ripley loses a big match. Why not go up to the main roster? Royal Rumble seasons just around the corner. The Rumble, Maybe you wanna,
0: baby, anything can happen.
1: Maybe you want to avenge a loss from Charlotte from last year if uh, she beats Oscar before WrestleMania. Charlotte Ripley part two. Who knows? Fantasy booking here. Okay, okay. We're
0: booking. We're booking. Maybe
1: that could be a middle segment fantasy book. You know, Ooh, a I little, like that. little fantasy book. Like uh, but anyways, let's move along here. That was a great match. Uh, it was so hot. Someone called the police. Um, no, wait. That's just the way. The Gargano family. They get a nice police escort to the building. Wow. Um, Johnny comes in, just cuts a promo. Finally broke his curse. Uh, Can just presents him a plaque to commemorate the moment, and then they reveal a portrait that was drawn—a nice uh, the four members of the family looking like superheroes. Uh, so yeah, this wasn't a Dexter Loomis portrait.
0: No, I look that. you know it wasn't no it it, it, was it the, wasn't a Lumis. It was like comic book. It wasn't a Loomis.
1: <laughs> it wasn't a Loomis. But uh, Gargano, in theory, officially announced that they are entering the Dusty Roads Tag Team Classic. And then Shotzi Blackheart comes out, rolling out in her tank to interrupt. Austin Theory goes up the ramp to yell at her. But then she fires a perfect shot of her rocket, nailing Theory right in the crotch. Uh, Gargano just goes, no! Runs down to the floor, acting like his son has died, saying, you ruined my legacy, my future grandchildren. (laughs) It was pretty funny. But uh, Shotzi's not done there. She storms the ring, tosses out Indy and Candice. So Johnny goes to step in, but then Kushida comes out. Help Shotzi. So uh, Dexter Loomis then shows up at the timekeeper's area. He's got a ring bell. Or he rings the bell and he reveals a drawing that uh, we're getting a mixed tag match. So maybe this is what replaced the fight pit.
0: Yeah, this is probably what replaced the fight pit. And again, uh, we're seeing Dexter Loomis's uh, hosting prowess. You know how the anytime he there's a he hasn't said a word.
1: He still has not said a word.
0: Anytime there's a host, they always have. They always are able. it Doesn't matter what the wrestling show is. Anytime it's hosted by somebody, they always somehow get involved in the booking. And Dexter Loomis is just doing his job. He gets yeah. to book a match.
1: I get one match, and this is the one he Every wants. Every host
0: gets a match.
1: <laughs> so Shotzi and Kushida taking on Johnny and Candace. Fun little match, but uh, yeah, the Garganos weren't expected, they have to wrestle in their street clothes, so uh, yeah, rare. Haven't seen you don't see Johnny wrestle in pants too much either. And this was
0: no, they call that's what that's why they call him Johnny Pants,
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah, sure. Uh, Kushida and Shotzi working well together, though, hitting some cool team maneuvers. Uh, until Shotzi, I feel like, does this at least once a month, has a scary moment because she's fearless. So, uh, Kushida's just holding the ropes open, Shotzi's running like a bullet out of a gun, she hits a. Huge suicide dive, but overshoots Candace a bit. Lands very high up near her head. But she's fine.
0: Yeah, she's invincible. She's still, uh, she's still working out the kinks, you know.
1: She's invincible. It was bad. <laughs> Candace, you should have caught her.
0: Okay. Oh, <laughs> Okay, it's Candace's fault. Old Lady okay. Candace. Old Can't Lady Candace LeRae, the <laughs> matriarch of the NXT women's division.
1: Uh, just kidding. We love y'all. Everyone's okay. Everyone's safe. Austin Theory tries to interfere, but then Kushida throws. Johnny Gargano headfirst into Theory's balls. So once again he's hurting. Uh but then he rolls Johnny up into a pin three count. Nice win for Kushida and Shotzi.
0: Yeah, this was big. And I think we I think we hypothesized last week, maybe the week past, that uh Kushida is next in line for that title. I think didn't didn't we kind of
1: uh Escobar? Or the North American title. For
0: the North American title.
1: Okay. Yeah, Uh, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. Kushida and Gargano If not that,
1: then yeah, he should go Either that or the Cruiserweight, one or the other Mm -hmm. Do something, because he's been winning the past few months I can't remember when he lost
0: Yeah, maybe uh, we do have, yeah, like you said This pay-per-view coming up on Valentine's Day Uh, Yeah, give it to me, give me Gargano um,
1: Gargano, Kushida Kushida,
0: and nice to see Candice LeRae Isn't hurt, still, which is nice
1: Yeah, that wrist thing must have just been a little sprain Or something, who knows Mm -hmm. But anyways, let's go to the main event this one was also promised to us commercial free, I believe, right?
0: I it was, it was. That's uh, WWE it. money right there. The two commercial free.
1: That's right. Uh, so we got Finn Balor defending his NXT title against Kyle O'Reilly. You know, we saw them have a banger a few months ago. Uh, hopefully, no one breaks any bones this time. But they pretty much just leave off where they or pick up where they left off, which is great. Some great Matt technical wrestling. Uh, but they're using. The, you know they're building in real life storylines Finn, he's mad about the broken jaw so he just starts going after Kyle O'Reilly's jaw throughout the match uh, like at one point he's got Kyle in an abdominal stretch and Kyle uses his teeth to bite the ropes to break the hold so Finn decides to just kick the rope right up into his mouth so throughout the match, he's just working on that jaw because he's like, hey, man, i got a bike chain in mind.
0: Because <laughs> I've got a literal bike chain in mind.
1: <laughs> so he's just stomping on his face. Uh, but Kyle O'Reilly, though, putting up a great fight. You know, he knows Finn's got the, his job fucked up, and he starts working over his arm as well. They're just doing chain wrestling submissions, bunch of good stuff. Uh, I don't know how it happened, but at one point, Ballard's head got sliced open.
0: I didn't see... Uh, yeah, I also didn't see that happen.
1: Because it just kind of... Yeah, it seems to just... Start bleeding, and they were just like wrestling on the ground. Like it didn't but seem anyway. like a
0: blade job. It didn't. No, not, definitely not. It like and he didn't got, like bump. I don't remember him bumping down. into. Yeah, it was weird.
1: Doesn't matter though. Just helps makes it look cooler. So, uh but Finn keeps working that jaw, and eventually he just applies this unique like cross face maneuver and forces Kyle O'Reilly to tap out. So Finn retains his title, but another damn good match from these two. Uh Kyle, he should win the title soon.
0: Now I thought this was uh, I thought this was the third their third match and then uh, I, and I was like Jesus Christ third is usually the end and this is only yeah. two and then I was like oh my God that means we're gonna get number three
1: <laughs> you're
0: absolutely right I think uh, I think Kyle Riley has deserved it
1: yeah he's been like you said the the his end of 2020 was real strong.
0: And even Uh, even Finn Balor, who did you know, win the championship, and then he was hurt for so long. uh, He has put on, like he has had some of his his best matches in years, just in the past two
1: months. You've been able to see the Finn Balor that we all knew was in there.
0: The actual Finn Balor, yeah, (laughs) on the the main roster. The non-held back Finn Balor. It's been great for everybody, but you're exactly right. I think uh, I think Riley needs to.
1: I think it's his time. Yeah, uh, take over Valentine's. Let them have it.
0: Yeah, the Valentine's Day massacre.
1: Yeah, do it. But that was uh, yeah, pretty great New Year's Evil show. We had two damn good matches. Well, they were all good matches, but two very very good matches with the last woman standing in that NXT title match.
0: Yeah, very good. I gotta say. Yeah, it. got to say, and yeah, like you said, Mike, that was all of NXT. So, let's just move right on over to the other side of the world. We're talking about AEW. AEW. All elite. They coming for you, Vince. Better watch out. It's too sweet. New Year's smash, night one. Bash. No, it's <laughs> I think Smash. It's, it's
1: Smash. You said dash earlier. Yeah,
0: yeah, Smash. but 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 then I quickly searched no what credibility. it actually was. <laughs> Absolutely zero credibility <laughs> on my end. We're talking to your Smash night one. It was supposed to be two parter. I guess last week was supposed to be night one. Yeah. But, um but. and then yeah, and next week, but for whatever reasons, uh here we go. We're kicking off. I guess we're but we are kicking off twenty twenty one hot. Um with how well how else, I mean, this is an AEW show, Mike. If you were to think to yourself, <laughs> what how should we start off the year, the entire AEW wrestling year? What's the first thing that comes to mind?
1: Uh multi-man tag team.
0: Multi-man tag team, baby. <laughs> Coming down to the ring, Young Bucks, SCU, who we don't see too often. <laughs> uh taking on Hybrid 2 and the acclaimed
1: yeah, who had a little, little uh, disrap,
0: who had a little their disrap. But um, clearly the guy did, like censoring wasn't on it half the, some of the times because oh, for
1: the rest of the show, he was pretty off. I heard a lot of swears. There were a
0: lot there. of swears. And then you would hear like, <laughs> then it
1: was like, you shit. And it would just go, and
0: like, then it down. would turn off or like the mic would be like down by his side and it would be silent yeah. for a second. And you'd only hear the crowd reaction. But yes, Mike, you are right. Mixed tower. I'm sorry. Multi team <laughs> tag matches. Yeah.
1: Eight-man action here. Uh, Yeah, just lots of fun. uh, High-flying. And Helico goes for a 630 splash. But Nick gets his knees up. Tags in Matt. And then the Bucks just have a super kick party. And then Daniels comes in the ring to help Matt. He hits uh, like a bit of a modified Meltzer driver, I guess. He does like a moonsault into it. Mm -hmm. And that gets him the win. And then afterwards, SCU lay down a respectful challenge to the Bucks. Saying, hey, man, we want to win those titles by beating the best team on the planet
0: i think he also said so, uh, did not he say also say something to the effect of uh like we're gonna split up as a team didn't he say something like that or
1: uh um, we may, we may not be together him?
0: we may not be together by the end of 2021
1: oh maybe if they don't win the belt team yeah kind of something he did challenge him for the belts didn't he or am i misinterpreting it
0: i don't yeah I, wasn't I, there I, a challenge I, laid down i can't quite remember i thought it was something not like a challenge it may have been a challenge I don't
1: know. There was a bit <laughs> words were said.
0: <laughs> no, I think it feel like it was more of a tease of a match, but them implying that their run as a tag team isn't going to last like much longer. Like yeah. As Daniels and Kazarian.
1: Yeah, well I mean Scorpio Sky's already peaced out. Yeah, who knows their where he is. Yeah. Anyways, John Moxley is making his way to the ring for the first time in over a month at least live on Dynamite since losing that title to Omega and he just cuts a promo saying you know sometimes you're on the bad end of a bad deal in this world but i don't back down from the adversity i'm not going anywhere you aren't safe kenny i'll get even and then some <laughs> you crossed the wrong guy
0: <laughs> this was just another classic fantastic moxley promo uh you've yeah. heard it you've heard it before you've loved it forever um yeah, speaking with conviction uh, you know, pay his respects to Ray Phoenix, the challenger for the end of the evening, but uh, vowing that Omega's life will be a living hell.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Can't ask, we'll can't see. ask for any more.
1: <laughs> well, let's go to Jake Hager taking on Wardlow. We know these two; this big beef has been beefing for a while, so it's time to just let them go at it. And they have a nice slugfest. You know, uh, Wardlow showing off his great agility for the size. Hitting a Swanton bomb and Jericho doing a great job on commentary, just loving everything. He was this putting is over game. every single <laughs> thing, everything, loving everything both about like, everything. Oh! Uh, eventually, they both fight to the top rope. Hagger grabs Wardlow in a standing triangle choke, but then Wardlow shows greater ro- ring awareness by just dropping down, letting the ropes break the hold. And then he picks up Hager, hits the F-10, sends Hagger flying, covers him, gets a three count. So the better man won. Big Wardlow. big win for Wardlow, too. Um, yeah. I don't think we've seen.
0: He, he, I feel like he's a classic dark guy. <laughs> and uh, we don't see much of him.
1: Yeah. One of the stars of the future. Could be. But, uh, could be. yeah, big win afterwards, inner circle. They all get in the ring. They uh, go for the fist bump. Try to calm down Hager. And Wardlow and Hager end up fist bumping as the rest of the inner circle claps. And Jericho's just like, that's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about, boys. So, faction of the year, staying strong. Yeah. And then we go backstage, private parties hanging out. They got a bottle of gin, but they forgot the juice. But who's all about gin and juice? Snoop Doggy Dog appears, slams a big jug of juice down on the table for them.
0: Big jug of it. A nice big old (laughs) jug of juice. I
1: believe it was purple drink. (laughs) Looked purple, but Matt Hardy shows up with contracts for private party. uh, I guess he wants to officially manage them. He's trying to be a little, uh, trying to go Don King on them.
0: Yeah, anytime you put a professional wrestler in a suit, you know they're up
1: to no good. Yeah, he's sleazy slime, mm-hmm. he wants thirty percent. I think he said. Wow, that's a lot of cut. Anyways, let's go back. Brian Cage and Team Taz come out, and then Darby Allen with the new version of the TNT title. Uh, Red and gold, like we said, is retired forever. So, uh, it looked really good, but this design's basically the same, just black and gold. Looks black sexy. Leather. Yeah, it looks very nice, very sharp. Those metal plates shine. Uh, yeah. The so black cool.
0: the black belt with just kind of the red ribbon which reads champion. Exact same design. Yeah. Looks fucking
1: good. Looks great. great. Looks great. Uh, Brian Cage. Oh yeah, cuz we're here for the way off or the way in? Way, <laughs> way off. You were way off. Uh, <laughs> so they got the the nice uh, old school scale in the ring. I guess the official is that what real doctors use? No digital scales.
0: Uh, you no, know, no, that's that's more like a that's the type of scale you're going to see when you have when you're having a professional boxing match or uh you yeah, know an MMA yeah. fight.
1: Yeah, the, uh, they slide the little. Doctor Chavoni's in the ring too. Doctor
0: Chavoni. He's
1: sliding the little metal weights around. Uh, So Brian Cage comes in at a 272 pounds of solid muscle. That is a brick house right there. Big boy. Then Darby Allen hops on the scale. He comes in at a 170. So over 100 pounds to give. And Taz laughs and says that's even with all the clothes he's wearing, his his heavy belt and leather. Uh, But Darby gets on the mic, says he's dealt with this shit his whole life from people like you and We all know how this ends tonight, so let's just get to the fun part. And then he picks up his skateboard, ready for a brawl. He's outnumbered, but the lights go out. It's Sting. He gets in the ring with Darby, and Taz just cuts one last angry promo to hype up the TNT title match for uh, next week, Cage versus Darby. It's Sting! Yeah. But, uh yeah, sure. weigh in. why not? It'll yeah,
0: we, we we need to um uh, yeah, we're waiting to see why Sting like to explain his interests in Darby Allen rather than yeah. just kind of following each other, looking <laughs> at each other from across the arena. Um, hopefully, yeah, yeah, hopefully the next time we see these two kind of in the ring, we do get some kind of explanation about what the hell's
1: happening. Well, that's the main event for next year or for next week's uh, show, Cage. Uh, Darby, so hopefully, yeah, something will happen there. I'm sure Taz will, or Sting, they'll all be involved. There'll be bats being swung.
2: Uh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> who knows? Uh, but then we go backstage. MJF goes into the locker room, tries to calm down Jake Hager, who's all pissed off still about losing to though. But Maxwell says, hey, man, you're still a winner. Everyone watching at home wishes they were half the athlete you are. Be proud of yourself, man. Hager says, when you came in here, you almost got dropped, but you're cool. Thanks for checking in on me, and he gives him a fist bump. So now, you know, a few weeks ago, MJF bonded with Santana and Ortiz, and now with Hager, he's slowly taking over from the inside.
0: Santana and Ortiz have been spending a lot of time with MJF lately.
1: Yeah, I like it, man. I just imagine them all rolling blunts together and smoking, <laughs> and they get MJF really high and laugh at it <laughs> like, "Ha ah, ha, look at this guy!" Uh, but yeah, no, he's you know he's making guys like him more. I like it. Yeah, I love it. Best gimmick of the year, MJF. Yeah.
0: He's still going still going <laughs> strong.
1: Yeah. Uh then we got a little clip, I think it was on Dark, where Brody Jr., negative one, just cuts a promo, ripping on Marco Stunt. Just tearing into the guy.
0: Ripping him apart for being a little a little baby.
1: Yeah, he's only like two inches taller.
0: than (laughs) he's not much. He's not much bigger. So just wait. We think we got uh, eight years. I think he uh, said he's
1: like, when I grow up, I'm gonna be way taller than you, and I'm gonna fight
0: you. Yeah, that's what he was like. I'm gonna be so much taller than you. (laughs) And uh, and and as he uh, does have a contract. Well, and as a man who's five foot eight, I thought to myself, you might don't don't be so confident. (laughs) Feel like a guarantee, well, you're going to be huge. Yeah, you'll probably Marco You'll probably, probably like be taller than Marco Stunt. Yeah,
1: but yeah, you know, which is enough for him. <laughs> but no, he does. Uh, they've. It's been said he has a AEW contract signed and sealed, ready to go when he turns 18. Should he choose to want to be a wrestler, it's already lined up for him.
0: It could happen. It could happen.
1: And I'm sure he'll have that belt still. It'll, he can pull it out of the vault, bring back the red leather. Who knows? So
0: now we got now we TNT got now talk. we got to toss the now we got to toss Brody Lee's kid into the uh, the Royal Rumble of uh, <laughs> of wrestling babies.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, but let's move along. Cody Rhodes taking on Matt Seidel, and Snoop Dogg comes out for Cody with his entrance. Or, yeah, with Cody for his entrance, doing adding little custom Snoop Dogg lyrics. And Jericho's just going, Snoop jumped to AEW! Snoop jumped to AEW! <laughs> As if he's, I don't know, part of AEW, but... Uh, good wrestling match. We haven't gotten to see much of Seidel on Dynamite since his debut. But, uh, yeah, Snoop was playing the role of coach. He had the little laminated playbook that yeah, usually Arne? carries.
0: Where was Arn?
1: <laughs> I don't know. He took the time he took off. Took
0: the day uh, off, I guess.
1: But Seidel looks good, puts up a good fight until Cody hits the crossroads. And then he picks him up, hits a second crossroads, and then pins Seidel for the victory. But right after the match, Serpentico and Luther jump in, and they attack Cody. Uh, So Seidel helps Cody to beat them up. And then when Serpentico is laid out, Snoop Dogg climbs a top rope, uh, tells him to pull him closer, and then hits a shitty little Snoop Splash. The Uh, Snoop Splash!
0: And I think Excalibur (laughs) tries to come I was like it yeah, was, like, like, <laughs> like, was like, like oh, a knee drop drop combination. combination.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and then Jericho's like, We're not sure what it was, Jim <laughs> But hey, I give him effort for trying. It was fun.
0: Splash splash anyway. has gotta be difficult.
1: <laughs> yeah, well he it was his fault. He got scared. He tried to land on his feet But anyways, whatever Let's move on to the AEW women's title match
0: Well Mike, one thing I was going to say though Before you kept going on uh, Jericho's comments, you know He's with AEW, he's with AEW Of course, Snoop Dogg um, Inductee To the uh, You know, the celebrity wing Of the uh, 2016 class Of the WWE Hall of Fame
1: Yeah, and he can currently be heard On Sasha Banks theme song
0: Yes, I have heard that-, uh, uh, that theme song.
1: And <laughs> you have?
0: I have heard it. <laughs> uh, but
1: I don't think he's signed to either brand. He'll show up wherever he wants. Well,
0: it's where the money is, baby.
1: Yeah. Uh, but yes, Hukaru Shida taking on Abaddon for the AEW women's title. A match that I've been looking forward to. You know, we don't get these women's title matches too often.
0: Not too often.
1: And Abaddon just looks freaky as fuck, as always. Just great makeup work
0: the the uh, the contact lenses.
1: Yeah, the way it fills up her whole eye. That's what gets me. It's that's what cool. makes her look cool. Uh, but anyway, she just goes after Sheeta during her entrance. But Sheeta hits her with a kendo stick in the head. But then she just does the big monster sit up, and the match begins. Uh, so does in control. But then Abaddon catches her and bites her thigh, choke slams her into the barricade, and then Abaddon crawls under the ring, dragging Sheeta with her. And then Abaddon comes back out. She's dripping blood from her mouth. Uh, and then Sheeta comes out, and she's bleeding all over from the neck again, so Abaddon's reopened that wound. So Abaddon's working her over. She even just shoves her hand, her fingers, into that open neck wound, but Sheeta fights back, hits a big superplex, and then soon after, the Tomashi, and that gets her the win. Sheeta retains.
0: The old uh, cannibal
1: gimmick. The old I'll
0: just actually bite you like Mike Tyson gimmick.
1: I would have been fine with Abaddon winning. Yeah,
0: why oh not? Wow. It's um Why not? Spice it up. It's the most amount of like building or momentum in the women's division like that in we've months. had in a long time. And to me, yeah. I'm like, sure,
1: fucking let's do that then. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> I don't know. Too bad.
1: Too bad. I mean, I liked what I got out of it. It was weird, but that's Abaddon.
0: Yeah, and until uh, and yeah, I mean until Britt Baker or Penelope. Ford I wonder are ready why. To take the I title. wonder why we're waiting for Britt Baker.
1: I don't know. Maybe they know she's like the only one, and they're like, we want crowds to pop big for Britt Baker. Yeah,
0: I know, but I feel like how long is it going to take?
1: Then I know because they did everything else. They she, gave Omega she, the title. They she could the she the
0: could just hold the title and be on the show every week, kind of leading and bringing up the division. Is that not also I a know, way I to? Agree. I agree. Make this happen. It seems, it just seems uh, bizarre. The show is so damn good. I
1: know. <laughs> Except they, for this uh, one thing. This one slot, 930 slot. This they always
0: one just... thing that they somehow fuck up on. And uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's tough. It's tough. It's, Hopefully yeah. the talent coming out of that nightmare factory. Um, you never know.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, but let's go to the main events. We got Kenny Omega taking on Ray Phoenix for the AEW world title. Uh, we've seen these two have some great matches before and this was no different. Just nice. You know, I think they got to go about 25 minutes. Good length for a TV match. Felt like that. Uh, yeah, this was awesome. Just high flying action. Some nice spiking moves. Uh, Phoenix hits a Thunder driver, which is like a sit out tombstone. Very similar to the move that Owen Hart broke Steve Austin's neck with.
0: But but these guys they uh, <laughs> they said fuck
1: that <laughs> yeah there was lots of head spiking the tiger drivers uh, yeah at one point he picks up oh yeah Kenny hits a V trigger picks up Phoenix and then he hits the one winged angel uh, oh yeah so he hits the one winged angel and then there was a reverse of the Bryce Remsburg botch I thought because I saw Phoenix clearly get his shoulder up a two but uh, Aubrey Edwards counted the three oh you think so. I don't think he meant to like he was just moving his arm around, but the shoulder was up and it was really weird.
0: Right. Because that one winged angel has gotten so gotten to the point where I'm like, or like at least Ray Phoenix is not going to be the one to kick out of the one winged angel. Like it's like, no, but I don't think he was supposed to either. Bryce Rensberg, um, uh, you know, has kind of changed the game on in terms of what is meant to be kicked out of. <laughs>
1: But you didn't notice this when you watched. You just thought it was normal.
0: I did not. No, no. I'm not. not So it might not have been
1: that big a deal. But if you go back, it's like the butt pat. If you go back,
0: (laughs) the old Randy Orton
1: (laughs) butt pat. Uh, yeah. So I mean, it didn't ruin the match or anything for me, which is a little weird. Right. Anyways, I didn't expect Phoenix to win, so it's not a big deal. But uh, anyways, Omega celebrating. Don Callis cuts a promo, Uh, and then we cut to the back where eddie kingston and butcher and blade they've got pentagon Penta Zero, and Pac held hostage so it looks like they're working together somewhat with kenny so phoenix is all on his own no one to save him kenny omega goes to beat him up some more but the mox man comes out with a barbed wire bat hits kenny with it he's ready to do more damage when gallows and anderson the good brothers are here they show up they attack moxley they save kenny they hit the magic killer on moxley Uh, Kenny nails him with the barbed wire bat so the, uh, the baby faces they try to get in the ring to help Moxley but they're all thwarted so eventually the young bucks come out to try to reason with Kenny Omega but then they end up helping him when they super kick Griff Garrison and Brian Pillman Jr. who are trying to grab Kenny so we close the show Kenny Omega and the good brothers stand in the middle of the ring and they do this too sweet and young bucks look on conflicted they're not sure what to do but then they go over. They join in. They too sweet as well. It's the bull club back together.
0: They, and the crowd was too sweet, and for like they four for four and a half <laughs> minutes, uh, leading up towards the end, just everyone's too sweet and woot and woot and toot and sweet and woot and woot woot. Hoot, and uh, why? Uh, and I don't get it. And I and, and why does AEW name drop New Japan but not WWE?
1: Well, Jericho's not afraid to. he will say Eric well, Rowan,
0: <laughs> Eric Redbeard, Blood Brothers, Blood Brothers! <laughs> Bludgeon Brothers. He even said it in that <laughs> oh, no, like. He it. even said it in that pre-taped when he was like, uh, we were in Saudi Arabia with Brody Lee. Oh yeah, yeah Luke yeah, Harper, exactly. and I was like, yeah. no, but um, they have no like, and Excalibur will do it too. Excalibur has no problem saying like, blah blah blah, like uh, do, you know, dominating in New Japan Pro Wrestling. Like he has no problem saying that.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Nobody ever mentions their work in WWE is, is it cause like it's too direct of competition. They don't want to say it, but if you're, I feel like if you're watching AEW, you're aware of WWE, you know, yeah, Monday, absolutely. you know about Monday night raw. If you're watching all yeah. elite wrestling, I, I feel know.
1: like, uh, for the most part they wouldn't, but I feel like if someone like Randy Orton were to come over, they would be like 14 time world champion, Randy Orton.
0: Yeah. But they might
1: not say 14 time WWE champion, you know?
0: Uh, yeah that makes sense yeah but we all but, know. but we all know well of course we all know yeah but they say they say all those things like they um excalibur always says like intercontinental yeah. – and I'm just like why i I just purely purely curious purely curious
1: I mean remember last year when Sami Zayn said AEW on an episode of Raw, but
0: that was to clearly get a pop,
1: <laughs> and it did. <laughs>
0: oh, that was that was huge. You if, could have if asked if they me, say WWE, it gets a pop. They always like, just make. You could have they asked me references. about AEW, and everyone's like, "Ah!"
1: <laughs> that was cool. Pop but of the no, year, but no, they on on uh, AEW. They're always like, "Oh, that other sloppy show, that other brand." Yeah, well, they make uh, references. Yeah, you know, Eddie they'll, Kingston they'll calls
0: it the land of sports entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that.
1: But uh, yeah, man, the band's back together. The Bullet Club—they all too sweeted It was kind of funny. The feed I was watching cut out right at the end. Oh yeah! (laughs) Like right as the Bucks were about to two sweet them, (laughs) they just ended. So I went on YouTube and I saw. You were like, no. (laughs) Yeah, like they didn't pull a raw and cut too early, did they?
0: (laughs) No, did they just raw it?
1: (laughs) (laughs) But it was great, great ending. Uh, Yeah, crazy shit, man. Because Impact
0: has a pay per view coming up with the match of Kenny Omega and the Good Brothers taking on um, Rich Swan and two other dudes. On that show <laughs> Two other
1: Yeah That's in a couple weeks In a
0: couple weeks too uh, Who knows how the Bucks Are gonna fit into this I mean are Are there more Bullet Club members uh, You know who? I mean what You know Or what's What what are What's the rest of The wrestling world Gonna say to this
1: Well uh, Speaking of the rest Of the wrestling world uh, Did you watch any Of Russell Kingdom oh, So glad you said it Yeah <laughs> I didn't watch all of it, but of course I watched the main part—the part that I was—I've been waiting years and years—and the man finally did it. Kota abushi capturing the, well, both titles, but the heavyweight title—the one he's never had—I was so happy. There to see was that. this like, they're both. There was this
0: one in that first match against. Uh, in that first match, there was a. Uh, he goes up to do a hurt. They're both on the apron, and he do he jumps in the air. And then Naito jumps too, and he Hurricane Rana's him onto the floor while they're both in the air. <laughs> it was the craziest thing. Uh, that was like my fucking spot of the year. Oh, oh my! It might actually be. I was so impressed well, by how they could it. make Mark that it happen. It's marked seat. down, baby.
1: It's marked down. It's marked down.
0: down. Uh, uh, one incredible match on the night one. Uh, of yeah.
1: course. Yeah, that was like 30 minutes. Just great wrestling. He finally got the big win uh, after back-to-back G1 wins. I don't follow New Japan too closely, but I've always loved Kota Ibushi. I've always said he's my favorite over there.
0: Yeah, he is. Uh, he's such he he's such an incredible. Before he's got that uh, like mid '60s Beatles hair
1: just uh, so perfect even and, when he's like had a 30 minute match he never seems to sweat his hair just he, stays perfect and
0: he just knows how to fall on his head he kept taking these <laughs> fucking suplexes or in the next and the match the next night against jay uh against swishblades jay white yeah it's Where like he he, g- he keeps giving him a regal plexes and it's just like he just l- finds a way to land on the top of his head
1: yeah and it's i'm crazy. like you're like so, his neck just must be made
0: you're <laughs> you know how to make uh, you know how to do this I don't know it's so impressive to watch him go
1: uh, and one, uh, And what it all leads us back to is now that he is the world champion and
0: uh, oh my god uh,
1: former golden lover partner Kenny Omega wants to collect belts can this lead to the crossover oh, Kota Ibushi versus Kenny Omega title versus title imagine that wouldn't that be That would be insane That's my fantasy book I, did I should d- save this For the fantasy book Save
0: a fantasy book And I did, I did hear that Kodabushi <laughs> Bushi in his post game Or his post match t- Press conference Which I love Those post match Press conferences by Yeah the, the pay
1: per view They let it go like An extra 15 minutes It's so fun um, Interview them and, Yeah he suggested
0: yeah. You uni- uh, you know to unify The two championships Because now This is the fourth person Naito Naito won both Back at last Wrestle Kingdom And then yeah. it went to Evil And then back to Naito Now to Kodabushi sort of seems yeah, like one of them has to go
1: at this point and i'm sure well you're not going to get rid of your heavyweight title
0: no like you know there's a matter of you know abushi kind the of white
1: like, leather intercontinental ones all beat up anyway is it
0: a matter of abushi's kind of like relinquishing it similar to what keith lee did to that north american championship uh all that little time ago is that wait he did that right
1: yes. yes uh yeah i mean yeah he could relinquish it uh we still need John Moxley still got that U.S. title as well that they need to do something. Or wasn't there a promo with uh, Kenta? It's
0: Kenta. So Kenta yeah. won the contract for the match
1: yeah, whenever... Yeah, so he's going to face Moxley at some point. Yeah, he's like... He, and Moxley he... cut a promo, I think, video at some
0: point. Yeah, he... he uh, Moxley was like, you know, I'll be back. You forgot about me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but
1: yeah, those are my highlights. I didn't watch the whole entire two-night show, but the, the big title match with both matches of Kodabushi, yeah were great
0: yeah i watched i watched most of it you should watch the rest too
1: <laughs> uh i saw clips here and there just like bits and hot moves but just uh, just, yeah. just
0: the hot spots
1: oh, the hot spots yes yeah. as you were. Yeah. did you watch it uh what time did it air live at
0: i didn't watch it i watched it shortly after live just because it was morning and i yeah. was sort of like sitting around or whatever but uh yeah but you like your morning wrestling. I like my morning wrestling. I'm um, always nighttime wrestling. Yeah, but both of the Hamoru Takahashi matches on both nights were fantastic. Uh, Okada Osprey was a lot of fun. Those were like the big ones I remember. And then yeah, fucking 48 minutes and five seconds for that Kota Bushi Jay White match. Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah. When was the last? I mean I remember that uh that ra- the uh, the greatest wrestling match ever clocked in at like 40 something at Backlash.
1: Yeah. Orton and uh and then the one that uh Shawn Michaels versus John Cena was like an hour on an episode of Raw. It
0: was on an episode of Raw. Yeah, so rare where we yeah, oh 51 ma- 51 minutes for Edge Randy. 51,
1: yeah. Fuck man. Yeah, I, I mean love- it's very rare. It's uh, so you-
0: rare and when you do get to see like if if they do it the if it's done right you're gonna love yeah, it. Yeah, it
1: can be done. You can be enthralled. And I loved. Every, I
0: loved every second of this.
1: Yeah, I'm happy. I'm happy with the result. So um, in uh, let's fantasy book, let's <laughs>
0: fantasy, book fantasy book for <laughs> next week. So I'm just kind of looking at. I'm doing the. I'm doing the math real quick. Uh, an hour and nine minutes and twenty three seconds is uh, how much wrestling Kota Bushi did in uh, two nights.
1: <laughs> Good stuff. Good stuff.
0: Wow. That's but, uh But, yeah. And there you have it. I guess that was the whole show. Yeah, oh we, covered we covered everything. Covered everything. Oh, much. my God. What a week, Mike. There's only time for one more thing. Uh, and let's talk about it. Let's award our first champ of 2021. It's the Wrestler of the Week. It's the Wrestler of the Week. Of the Week. The
2: Wrestler of the Week. Of the Week. Of the Week. The Wrestler of the Week.
0: Mike, I'm going to let you lead it off this time.
1: Uh, This one's hard because there's so many, so many things we crushed into one. (laughs) It was a big, it was a big condensed week. And of course, sometimes the wrestler
0: of the week isn't necessarily the top performer. Uh, You know, it could mean other things.
1: Yeah. But you know what? Uh, Yeah, there was so many good matches. So many good title matches. Everything there's just lots of good matches, but I'm gonna give it to the man We just spent a lot of time talking about because he finally achieved the big one that I wanted So Kota Ibushi. I'll give it to you this week
0: Kota Ibushi mm-hmm. Wow, you're here first folks um, Yeah, it, it was another one of those things um, Yeah, huge wrestling on every show I guess like on every and on any normal week yeah. Uh, Even Raw,
1: you got the good match with Keith Lee and Drew.
0: Exactly, and any normal week <laughs> like this would have been Drew's uh, kind of Drew's award on any nor- this or Kenny, or Or Kenny or Phoenix, Kyle O'Reilly. Like it seems like if any yeah. one of these matches didn't happen, like they were guaranteed winners. But uh, I'm gonna go your way, Mike. Let's give it up to Kota Ibushi.
1: Unanimous. Unanimous
0: to start off. It's always funny. The first uh, the first week of Wrestler of the Week is always the the New Japan. Uh, winner, yeah. um, of <laughs> course. I, I gave Kingdom. it to Takahashi last year, and you gave it to John Moxley. <laughs> so the Wrestle Kingdom <laughs> kind of standout yeah. is always whoever wins that award. And Kota Ibushi, like we're waiting for you over here. Come, you, yeah. don't wait for Kenny to come to you, dude. If you want, if yeah. you want, if you want to tell him that, you know, like, hey, you're not coming for my title. Fucking go out there.
1: I think, yeah, at some point, he'll wrestle in a match in AEW.
0: Nah, I I now I've always heard that like Kota Ibushi is kind of a like a constant free agent. Like he is Yeah, uh, he doesn't
1: like being committed or tied down. Exactly.
0: Anymore. He's never sort of like signed like WWE offered him
1: a contract. He's like,
0: "Ah, nah." Dude's and the dude <laughs> the dude's 38 years old, you know, if he's uh and you know, he's 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 going to and he's only going to now start making waves, you know. They're going to they're going to come qu- <laughs> they're going to come quick. That's for sure
1: yeah who knows but uh i'm excited
0: congratulations kota bushi can't wait to see you next time and that's all the time that we have for the shoot brothers this week uh rate review like and subscribe the podcast is everywhere the shoot brothers uh going strong into 2021 uh really back
1: on track now we'll be regular scheduled really can't wait to see what the future holds for us Mm -hmm. We got the rumble coming up Oh baby I love the rumble so much Uh,
0: Well that's great Mike Uh, Thanks for listening folks You take care of yourself the rest of the day And we'll talk to you later See ya